up, IOL TOS listeners? Uh, this is Thanksgiving this week, so for episode 112, we are not doing a new episode. We're going to play one of our two only good episodes from the past. Uh, this is going to be the infamous bacon books and, wait, burning books and bacon chicken episode. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what number that originally was, but it's been some years back, uh, as evidenced by, uh, well, R.I.P. Whitney Houston, R.I.P. Mariah Nick. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you're having a good Thanksgiving. We're thankful for our listeners, all of you out there. And uh, feel free to enjoy this on your Black Friday, uh, that sort of thing. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. So thanks a lot for listening. And uh, check out some of our old stuff. You know what? Whitney Houston's got a new album out this week, or last week. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. You know what my favorite Whitney Houston song is? I hope I know. (laughs) If I should stay, I would only get in your way. (laughs) So goodbye, please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you you need, and I will always love you, always love you. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a great song. So that's your favorite one, too, isn't it? Of course it is. You had I, that CD, didn't you? No, I didn't, but I sure did. Always you taped it off the radio, didn't you? You listened to it in the basement at, at that castle. No, I wasn't. See, I wasn't in the. Uh, I wasn't Mariah. I was. I was Mariah Carey. I wasn't Whitney Houston. Oh yeah, I I had some Mariah Carey. Her version of uh, that uh, Jackson Five song. I could, to be honest with you, I probably couldn't name any Mariah Carey songs, but when um, I was in the library yesterday trying to read, yeah. and uh, <laughs> these, these two people sitting next to me were going on about the entire catalog of Mariah Carey CDs and talking about which ones were good and which ones weren't. And I'm thinking there, I'm sitting there thinking, well, let's be honest, you know, none of them are good. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, Mariah Carey? <laughs> Why do you want to hand on Mariah Carey, man? <laughs> because. Oh, man. What do you think it's like at her house, her and Nick Cannon married? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think that's like? Tell me. I don't. I don't really what know. Do you, I, I kind of question Nick Cannon's sexuality. <laughs> what do you think they talk? Like, about? And that's not a negative thing. I just, you know. What do you suppose they talk about over dinner? Uh, how much money they got? I guess. So. <laughs> I mean, do they, does Nick Cannon just talk about? What if? Let me th- let me throw this in the mix. What if they? had a dinner party and invited Whitney Houston. <laughs> and Bobby Brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown. 
Because that's what they were talking about, too. They were talking about Mariah Carey and Eminem and how they need to be, like, married because apparently they had some beef or something. They just need to get over and get married or something like that. And then they were talking about Bobby and Whitney and that they're going to get back together sometime. Why would anybody be interested in that? That's what. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, mean, I, was I can thinking see about the Mariah Carey thing a little bit, does. but like, seriously, you? I don't know. I mean, okay. I am excited that Whitney Houston's got a new album. <laughs> I've heard it's got real good reviews. Really? <laughs> no. No. I don't know. I haven't read the reviews. Didn't but. she? I mean, she she came out with an album a couple of years ago where she tried to get all young again, right? No, no, no. She, it's been like seven years, man. Then who was it? That, no, it was her, man. Yeah, it was her that came out with an album. She had she had a new hairstyle. She was trying to be, you know, club songs. I'm I don't, serious. I don't think. I think you're wrong on that. No, I'm was not. Was that before or after she was like, hey, crack is whack? <laughs> that was after. Okay. Well, this is her. Re, this is her re-envisioning. They're re, they're taking her back to her roots. Really? Yeah, yeah apparently that's what I, that's what they're, they're hyping it as. You know. Uh, she maybe she wants to dance with somebody. <laughs> that's a good song too, though. It is. That's uh, probably my second favorite. Whitney that's Houston. a really. I want to feel a heat with somebody. I want to feel the heat. Yeah, yeah in uh, 2002, it was called Just Whitney. Uh, well, that one just just went over well, didn't it? Yeah. This so this one's a return song, to form for to her. You. She did have a holiday album. I'm gonna have to look for that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely need to get that. But you know, you, you prefer which one do you prefer? The soundtrack to the bodyguard or the preacher's wife? Oh, the bodyguard for sure. <laughs> I had that soundtrack. Yeah, you know that song was a jam. Even if you, even if you tried to front and act like you didn't like that song, you listened to it when nobody was around. Yeah. Well, and then the video is so hype because she's like singing in the studio, and then they pull back, and then she's in the snow. <laughs> just yeah. fucking snow right up in there that was one of the first music videos I think I ever saw and uh, and it was all it had pieces of movie spliced in it with Kevin yeah. Costner I never saw the movie you know so I didn't really have any context for it yeah. and I thought that they were like going out because that's what you called it <laughs> at my age I thought they yeah. were going out what about uh, So Emotional I feel so emotional baby <laughs> See, you had, like, the pop Whitney Houston that was all, like, she was fun, and she was, like, hanging out with Debbie Gibson and stuff, and then all of a sudden she was, like, mature. With, I'm you know. your baby tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking at her greatest hit. Are you looking yeah. at her iPod? I'm looking at... <laughs> no, I'm looking at um, uh, her discography. Because I, can't, I can't remember this, but I, if I look at the name, I can remember the beat. Oh, definitely. You know, she just, she was, she was the hype, man. Yeah. And that Bodyguard, man, that, <laughs> didn't she win an Oscar for that song in the Bodyguard? I hope she did. I guess she didn't, because she didn't write it. Oh. But I don't know if that counts. I don't know. Certainly she should have won. And certainly, certainly the Bodyguard won Best Picture that year. I hope. How about that? She got both in one year. Body get the Bodyguard. What a ridiculous movie. Have you seen it? No, I, I haven't. <laughs> basically, I think you get the whole plot of it in that video. Um, yeah. it, it sounds. I, I did a little research on this today. Apparently, Kevin Costner uh, either wrote it or had it written, and it sounds like he just wanted to make out with some pop star. 
Like wow. it sounds like he made a movie so that he could make out with somebody. He tried to get Madonna on it first, and Madonna was like, uh, no. And then he got Whitney Houston to do it. I heard he's got a huge dong. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I, uh, that might be in the deleted scenes in the body art. <laughs> um, yeah, he just wanted like he wrote this. The, the whole movie is about him like. You know, being the bodyguard, the tough bodyguard, and and falling in love with Whitney Houston. You know, it's <laughs> like awesome. I, I got this great movie. So I, I want I want to pitch that movie to Whitney Houston. Yeah, I've got this movie, Whitney, where uh, yeah, we fall in love, and uh, yeah, we basically I'm like the hero of the movie, and I stop people from trying to kill you, and then we make out. <laughs> You're I'm really gonna, grateful to me. Yeah, and you, yeah, you're so grateful that of course you just throw yourself at me. You realize that you love me, but our love is is just it, it's doomed. You know, we can't. A bodyguard could not date a pop star, Mm-mm. so it ends in tragedy, and I get an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you know who originally did that song? Who? Dolly Parton. Real? Oh. You know that? You know, she, I should know that, considering I grew up about 30, 40 miles from where she grew up. Yeah. She's a hometown hero. She does a lot of good stuff. You rolled down to Dollywood. She does got Dollywood. That's good stuff. (laughs) They got an indoor roller coaster there. But she also does, um, she does this thing in Sevier County, which is the county where Dollywood is and everything like that. And it's got a lot of poverty and stuff. And, um, she does this thing where every, um, kid that goes to Sevier County school gets a book every Christmas until they're like a graduate high school. They get one book every year. That's, and people say she's just a pair of tits. <laughs> but, but, well, wait, did they get a book? They get a book? Yeah. I bet. I bet that elicits some interesting responses. <laughs> Damn it! I'm trying to get some food. I can't eat. You give me a book. What am I gonna do with this? <laughs> Why are you gonna read it? Speaking of books. Um, and eating, uh, Kevin. Kevin, our, our webmaster, Kevin, sent me this uh, this link to a, a, a book burning that a church is having, and they uh, they reported on it on CNN. And it's Wait, actually, hold on, hold on. Is this real? Yeah, it, it is totally this, real. It can't be real. Yeah. So I, I'll send a you the book links. Burning. Yeah, a book burning. It's literally there. a book burning. Yeah, 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 book burning. Um, they're having a book burning, and they're burning all kinds of crazy shit. Um, and the the church is actually down the street from where my parents have uh, they they have a place that they stay in the summer, in the mountains in uh, Canton, North Carolina. Yeah. And this church is right down the street from where their place is. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, it's basically this it's this reverend, and he's wearing overalls, and uh, he's like, yeah, we're having a book burning. And, uh, come on down, and we're burning Billy Graham. They're bu- they're burning like Billy Graham because apparently Billy Graham worships Mother Teresa, and they hate Mother Teresa. Um, right? She's evil. She is just awful. She's um, horrible. They're burning all these books. They're burning every Bible except for the King James Bible, um, the True Word of God, which was uh, you know, of course, edited by several generations of men. But yeah. we get into that. But continue. Uh, yeah, so they're burning all these books, but they're also having a, a barbecue chicken dinner. So they said, come out, burn some books, 
and have a barbecue chicken dinner. And my question was, are they going to be cooking the, the, the chicken <laughs> over the burning books? Because that seems like that would be like a good use. If you're going to burn some books, get some use out of it. You know? Cook, cook some chicken over it. If, I mean, if we're going to be doing that anyway. This, here's just a few quotes of the people uh, from Mother Teresa, that, that woman they hate. Uh, if you judge people, you have no time to love them. Thoughtful. Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and they have a barbecue over these books. Dude, I should have sent you this link earlier today so you can see this. They had a they have a website that is incredible. Um, you know that, you know that website that's like a joke website that's a it's something Baptist church but it's it's fake. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I you know to be honest with it's you, like an I may I may alienate some listeners here, but I can't tell the difference between joke church websites and real church websites. Okay, well, it's basically there's this church website that's like this. It's like every cliche about a church is put in this website, and it's supposed to be a joke, you know. It's, yeah. it's I forget what the name of it is. You've seen it before, I think. But anyway, this website is even funnier than that. Um, and it's for real. And they have a whole section on um, they hate they hate rock music, country music, uh, gospel music. Oh, and, and um, and they hate uh, hip hop, of course. Right. And then they have a whole list of hip hop artists. Um, and uh, they they have they have like a list of why you should hate these people. Oh boy. And it's an interesting mix of like washed up one hit wonders from like the nineties. Yeah. Uh, you never. You, it's like a trip down memory lane. I can't even remember some of the names, but it's just like, wow. Is MC uh, Hammer on there? No, no. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's more obscure people than MC Hammer. You're like, isn't that that guy that had that one hit in like '93? That's weird because MC Hammer went on to be a preacher, and right. you know, gospel music. And I'm wondering that could be a double two strikes for him. He might be on there twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's all these kind of like washed up rappers and rappers you wouldn't think that any notices anymore, let alone some church. Yeah. And it has like Lil Wayne on there. DJ Jazzy Jeff. And their 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 critique of Lil Wayne was that um the 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 thing they had listed as why you should not like him is because he has long hair and tattoos and that's an affront to God. Wow. Of uh, all which the I'm things. like there's a lot of things you could criticize uh, Wheezy on and uh, that, I mean that would probably be the last thing immoral about him but but uh, they're, they're, and every artist that has long hair it's like long hair and a front to God and I'm mm. like well every picture I've seen of Jesus he's had long hair <laughs> what, what what is that what's, what's up with that <laughs> oh boy well so there you go book burning in canton um you can google it i'll try to put the post up on the uh, twitter feed that yeah that needs to be on twitter go and i think it's this weekend man there's still time to get there and <laughs> get sure, your tickets go through that you know you've been meaning to clean out your garage and get rid of some of those old books you had out there so yeah take them on up there doesn't matter if they're evil or not just take them up there they'll let you burn yeah, them. i'm sure they'll be willing to let any book burn and then it's hilarious the, the interview because he's like, "Yeah, we hate these evil books. We're also serving chicken." <laughs> well, that's one thing that sets you apart from the Nazis, I guess. They didn't serve chicken when they burned books. 
guess it's all right. <laughs> Nutritious. I mean, everybody loves some barbecue chicken, you know. <laughs> Ever, there's not anybody that, you know, I, even when I was watching, I was like, I can't believe that they're doing this. Oh, they got barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, I can take a little time on my Sunday afternoon. <laughs> bring some books that are like nobody probably has a problem with like the dictionary <laughs> yeah bring that up there and be like this is an evil book it has so many words in it where's that chicken i don't understand half of these words i'm burning <laughs> these burn the dictionaries burn, it. burn the dictionaries <laughs> oh give me some chicken <laughs> oh yeah. how many drumsticks you got yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. oh you're gonna be seen on CNN on on, on Monday. It's gonna say uh, f- church massacre because uh, all those people are gonna eat that chicken that's been cooking over those chemicals. And they're all gonna <laughs> yeah. be in the hospital. It's gonna be like what was that drinking the Kool Aid? Jim Jones. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be the Jonestown massacre. But what, what happened? They didn't, no, they didn't commit suicide. They ate tainted chicken. Burn some books. I, Kevin and I were gonna thinking about calling the the Environmental Protection Agency, <laughs> being like, you've got someone who's burning a lot of uh, hazardous materials. Wow. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what temperature books burn at? Uh, what temperature paper combusts at? Fahrenheit four fifty seven one. <laughs> What is the name of that book? It's Fahrenheit 451. 451. I was I was almost right. <laughs> one. Yeah. I remember reading that book, and I think that was my first experience of reading a book and then watching the movie and being utterly disappointed. I didn't I know was there like, was a movie in that. Yeah, it was pretty bad, man. It was bad. Is it like 60s or 70s? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that old. And so it's real, just like, it's like Tron, kind of, but not really, just in the sense that there's like weird. They're, they're, Dude, I they're love idea, Tron. Their idea of uniforms of like is like jumpsuits. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take Stephen King's The Stand down there. What? <laughs> just looking at it in my bookshelf. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Looks great. That is pretty evil, though. They probably wouldn't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, um, welcome to episode 18. Yeah. What's the title? Book burning. Book burning. (laughs) (laughs) A good old country book burning. That's what we're going to call it. (laughs) Some chicken. Burning books and bacon chicken. (laughs) Burning books and bacon chicken. Well, um, so this week's number one fan, Joey, you want to... Oh, yeah, we're going to give it to a guy who, uh, he's been mentioned on the show many times, and he finally, yeah, he finally complained so much, and and as he would say, whinged so (laughs) much about always being number one hater and never being number one fan, even though he listens to the show every week, or at least says he listens to the show every week, um, and that's, uh, it's, it's Owen Evans. He, and, uh, you know... I uh, the one thing I hate probably more than anything else about 
being friends with him is having to blow up his ego because it's the most delicate yet the largest ego I've ever encountered in my life. But that says a lot coming from you. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that I know you so well, it is saying a lot, but the, um, he is, he really is a big fan. Yeah, he he wouldn't like to. He my my favorite thing that he does is terrorizes all the people that uh, that post nice comments on our website. <laughs> he he attacked poor Schmunky the other day for something. I'm like, he attacked Man. Schmunky and, and he's attacked Zell. Yeah, <laughs> Zell kind of sold him out though. Zell sold out his his band's MySpace page, which is uh, the great medical disaster. If you search on MySpace for the great medical disaster, surely you'll find it. And um, you, you can feel free to listen to some of the songs. I couldn't really make it through them all. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm going to try again. He should write one called Book Burning. <laughs> he probably will now. I already have one called that. Yeah. Papa and I worked on writing a song for his band, and um, he dismissed it. It was about, <laughs> it was about the zombie apocalypse. and um, But, like... The right wing evangelicals were the zombies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> probably not a. We're really <laughs> revealing some some things. Uh, yeah. Number one fan. Number one. Number one fan. And uh, <laughs> you, you, number one hater is a repeat performer too. I think he's been number one. If he hasn't been number one hater. Or he should have been number one hater before now. I think he's been number one hater before for the very reason that he's number one hater this week, and he's probably not even listening anymore. Right, because we we don't forget anything on this we show. Can't, we never can't let, let it go. go. Can't let it go. Sensitive flowers you're dealing with here. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I had the um, I, just out of curiosity, I went back. I haven't used iTunes lately because once again. Um, and maybe you can help me out with this after the show, Joey. But my one of my hard drives is full, and oh, no. and it's the one uh-huh. I guess that uh, whenever I open iTunes, it starts downloading all the podcasts that I subscribe to, and it goes to that hard drive, and so it pauses them about halfway through because it's full or whatever. But I, I pulled up iTunes, and I was looking at, to see if there's any new reviews on the page, and we've gotten some more reviews on the iTunes page. However. Well, we've had 17 reviews as far as rating us uh, out of five stars. Right. 16 of those are five-star reviews, and one of those is a four-star review. And that one four-star review is from our friend, SubQ. Yeah, our good friend. Let's say we talk to him frequently. He's a good friend. Yes, and he gave us four out of five stars. Because Asshole. What a dick thing to do. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And he defends it somehow. I can't remember exactly how, but it's something along the lines of, why do you expect me to give you five stars? It wasn't a five-star show. Yeah, but that may be the – I'm not saying that we're, like, the greatest on Earth, but, like, come on. It's not going to hurt you anything to give us five stars. Well, hold on Your buddy's now. podcast. Hold on. We may not be the greatest on Earth, but we're definitely the best – adult-themed comedic podcast on iTunes probably ever created. Probably. Well, probably. 16 people seem to think so. <laughs> yeah. And wh- while we're at it, though, why do we only have 16 reviews? You selfish bastards, get <laughs> off your ass and go review our show, and you better give us five stars. 
Oh, we're gonna have several one star reviews now. And, and, and less, lest you think you're gonna be number one hater if you give us less than five stars. Nope. <laughs> no way. You're not getting on this show that way. So not gonna do you any good. Yeah, Sefku, yeah, man. It's like why, why, Sefku? Why, why? I would rather have him given us one star. Then give us a, we've got an almost perfect rating. We can never get that back. We can't. I think he even said he went back to try to change it after we gave him so much grief about it and he couldn't change it. But that may have been bullshit. It probably was. Probably was. Just so you know, though, I haven't rated us. I have. I said this is a great show that I love to listen to and make. Are you are you the person that wrote the review title uh, by the name a friend with weed? No, no, that wasn't me. That was you. No, that, that was wasn't, you. that was not me. Well, speaking of things that you're going to deny, this week, just so you guys know, I just can't wait for this I, one. I got a picture message. Uh, that had absolutely no context, no writing, nothing. Um, that was a picture of an iPhone. And no. um, it was from Joey. And then I go on and I see that he's tweeted about getting his brand new iPhone and how much he loves it. And, um, you know, after all you've said about uh, iPhones and making fun of iPhone, look how awesome my phone is, look how awesome my phone is, you go out, Brutus, and you buy an iPhone, Judas, and you stab me right in the... Did they have an app for that, for stabbing me in the back with they the iPhone? They probably do. You know they do. Let me be clear. It is not an iPhone. It's an iPod Touch, okay? I, and I've owned an iPod, and you've known this for years and years and years. I've had an iPod for six years now, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had an iPod back from when I had one that you had to wind up. That's how long <laughs> I've had one, okay? So I've not been anti-iPod. And my iPod's been messing up, and so I decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and sell this thing now and get some money out of it and get replace it because the iPod Touches have come down in price, and I was like, I'll just get one of those. So I got an iPod Touch. It's not an iPhone. It doesn't have the shitty AT&T service. Um, and How does it not have the shitty AT&T service if, it's still, if you're still using – don't you have to use AT&T to get the 3G? No. Wi-Fi? It's not. It doesn't have 3G. It's not. It's not an iPhone. It's got Wi-Fi in it. It uses Wi-Fi. It uses the same Wi-Fi connection that my computer does, or okay. any you know anywhere you go. But okay. yeah, and, to, and I thought that it was pretty. Pretty. Listen, listen to him, listeners. He's he's hesitating. He's hedging. No. He's stumbling over his words. Continue. Look. What's the difference between me having this iPod and the iPod I used to have? Well, I guess I'm wondering how you reconcile the seething hatred you have in your heart for Mac products, but yet proud of the fact that you had an iPod that you had to wind up. I wasn't proud of it. Well, I always had it. Uh, I, let me say. Let me say this. No, no, I, I before thought, you get on with your defense, you were intentionally stirring the pot by taking that picture of the product that looks exactly like an iPhone, which I'm not convinced it's not yet. <laughs> you mailed that to me, knowing full and well I would look at it, and my first instinct would would be, "Oh my God, I gotta go to the iPhone now because." He's got an iPhone. And even after you said to me, if you literally, this is a quote, listeners. When I told Joey I was thinking about getting an iPhone, he said, if you switch to AT&T, I will never, ever call you again. Well, that's true, because I I don't, you know, I don't want to be paying for that. 
<laughs> but it, yeah, let's be let's be clear. You're the one that came first. You said, yeah. "Oh, oh well." Do I have Do hey, I have an iPhone in my hand now? I'm thinking about getting an iPhone. I'm I don't have an iPhone. an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, but you're the one that said it first. Oh, I'm thinking about getting an iPhone. I said, "No, you don't want to do that because people are going to hate on you." <laughs> no. And here we go. That, well, let me let me continue by saying that. Why do you go out and spend the money to get an iPod Touch when the only thing the iPod Touch doesn't have is the phone? Why would you want a, a little device that does everything that an iPhone does except make phone calls? Because Which, by the way, I already saw in Gmail that you were on via your wireless whatever it was. So you've obviously gone and gotten Skype on your fucking iPhone. And I do have Skype, so I don't need the iPhone. It, I don't. I don't want. The, the, I didn't want the shitty AT and T service. I also don't want to pay the fucking five hundred dollars or whatever it is for iPhone. This thing's cheap. Was it like twenty dollars? Yeah, it was like hundred dollars. Hundred ninety nine. It was one hundred ninety nine dollars. Hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. For an iPhone. For an iPod Touch. <laughs> now let me say this. I. I, I feel like I did the honorable thing and met this head on. I didn't try to hide it. I didn't yeah, like. Yeah, you didn't, but you you know you were trying to stir the pot. Well, with you I was, but with everybody <laughs> else, I went straight. I went straight to it. I um, <clears throat> I went, the, the major Mac users in my life. They're they're you know, the ones that I hate on, and you know. Uh, in in my defense, act like completely belligerent assholes about their back products on a regular basis. I, I sent texts. I sent texts to all those people. Revisionist history. Revisionist history, folks, because both sides act like belligerent assholes when it comes. I didn't say that. I didn't. I know you did. I said that they did. They do, and I don't act like a belligerent asshole about you know liking Mac products. But so I wrote, you know. I wrote the hate parade and said, hey, I got this thing, and it's great, and yeah, I love it, and go ahead and talk trash about me. And Uh, people that I hadn't even heard from in like five years came out of the woodwork to tweet about me and say that I had a Mac product and and make fun of me and all this stuff. People I hadn't heard of didn't even know they were around anymore, (laughs) tweeting about how much they, you know, just spewing hate about how. I've sold out and got a got an iPhone, you know, and then and also about how great it is and how awesome it is and all this stuff. Just just hate, just hate upon hate, <laughs> just hatred, just coming out of the woodwork. I'm gonna go get an iPod Touch and put Skype on, on it. Well, and the thing that that made me feel good about this is I know that you're burning up about it. Secretly. I'm not. You are I'm, jealous as shit. You I'm jealous. not jealous at all whatsoever. I. I I'm thinking about getting an iPhone. And, oh, look what I've got! Well, you know, you know the uh, that lady. Have you seen that latest Verizon commercial? Yeah, yeah. That commercial is fucking hilarious. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, there's a map for that. First time I, I heard, it, I was like, "Wait, is Verizon trying to go App Store style?" Yeah, and I heard it clearly. There's a map for that. That's really. That's. I mean. Well, they've also got that the promo for this new phone called the Droid. Have you seen that? No. And it's got a whole list of like, I don't take photos properly. I don't this. I don't that. And since it's anti iPhone, <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture of the phone and it looks like a rock. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's gonna fail miserably. But give them props for trying. Yeah. Well, I mean, that phone may look like a rock, but the iPhone looks like a brick. 
Uh, yeah, I, guess, I mean, mine just looks like a screen. Yeah, your shit. You, you, you just admitted it. <laughs> no, my it is. You got a fucking iPhone. <laughs> yeah, said, come on over here and make a phone call. Like on a my iPhone. And you said yours looks like a screen. You, Joey's got an iPhone. Yeah. You heard it I, first. Go ahead and call me. Go ahead. And call, I've got the video camera on. Go ahead and call me on my iPhone, and we'll uh-huh. listen to it ring. Well, what kind of song do you have for your ringtone? I don't have a ringtone because it's not an iPhone. <laughs> Asshole. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're going to have one within fucking six months, I guarantee you. What within you, a month. What? Within a month, you're going to have one. Once you see it, I'm going to I'm gonna have it around you, and I'm not going to let you hold it. <laughs> I'm just going to let you watch me use it. And you're not going to try to ask me to hold it because you're going to act like you're not looking at it. But you're going to be looking over my shoulder seeing all this shit I'm doing on it. And you're going to be like, damn, i got to get one of those. Oh, man. Yeah, gotta, you said how am I going to get one of those? How am I going to keep the fact that I've gotten one of those from Joey for, for the rest of my life? <laughs> no how way. You, you said that about the PSP. And when was the last time I even saw a PSP? Case closed. Done. Well, you don't that. know how to use a PSP, so... I don't need to use a PSP. Well, that's a good thing, because... Do you even still have your PSP? No, I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> sold it to get an iPhone. No, I just I was so disappointed that you weren't jealous of it, that I'm just like, why do I need this anymore? <laughs> Why do I need it? <laughs> well, all iPhone users out there, you go to sleep feeling good tonight. You turn another one. You've saved him. He's now an iPhone user. I can't wait. Can't wait for you to call me on your iPhone. Your cheeks, your fat cheeks, to hit the end button. I don't have fat cheeks. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I got a buddy. The thing I don't have is fat cheeks. (laughs) I got a buddy that does. He has big cheeks, and uh, he's got an iPhone. And one (laughs) out of every three phone calls, it is that Craig? No, no. He, uh, but um, no, Craig's got a BlackBerry, son. Uh, Craig's rolling correct on that Verizon service business, yeah. Um, But yeah, the dude has an iPhone, and every third phone call ends abruptly because his cheek hits the end button. So, yeah, congratulations, touchscreen. <sighs> well, uh, people have been asking us to talk about relevant topics, news, things that are going on in the world. <laughs> Wait, they have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Every day, no, everybody wants us to talk about something. I don't think they really do, but let's go ahead and talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about the hugest uh, news event of the week. Um, probably the most relevant, the most important thing that is going on. It affects us, you know, both domestically and internationally. Right. Um, balloon boy. <laughs> balloon boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I so be be honest. When you heard that there was probably a, a boy stuck in a balloon that you know flying away from his house, you, you giggled, didn't you? <laughs> you laughed immediately. That boy could have been dead, but you laughed about it. I'll be I, honest. I laughed about it. I I I was I was sitting by a computer. Um, and I thought, oh, let me check. Uh, I was at school, and um, and I don't usually get on like Twitter or anything like that when I'm at school. And I just I was bored, so I I, I got on. I see all these tweets about this balloon flying through the air. So I go, you know, I get on the um, most respected, most popular news uh, website on the internet, the Huffington Post. Collegehumor.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I get to a live 
you know, feed of it. And I'm sitting in an office with this other guy <laughs> who I'm buddies with. Each of us at our own computer, me at a PC, him at a Mac. And uh, we're both watching the news feed with our headphones on, just talking shit, just uh, absolute shit back and forth about it. But also kind of like, you know, uh, enthralled with it. Yeah. Like, holy shit. And then... You know, um, and, and then it comes down. I see the moment where the balloon lands, you know, and it takes them like 20 minutes to get inside the balloon, and there's no boy there. And uh, and I'm on G-Chat with P. Kane, previous guest. Yeah. And, and P. Kane says, he literally, he, he sends me a chat line that says, um, you know that boy is sitting in the treehouse behind the house on the laptop using his neighbor's Wi-Fi watching the video himself himself yeah. and and it, originally i thought that was funny right i laughed at that i was like Haha, you know then i thought oh man you know when you lose your keys you get upset and yeah. you start to retrace your steps and the more you retrace your you get and i'm thinking that's what they're gonna have to do with this kid they're gonna yeah. have to retrace their steps all the way through three states or whatever and then we go to class and um <clears throat> And they they bring it. Somebody brought it up in class, and uh, that this was happening or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And and I blurted out, obviously trying to take credit for what P. Kane said, as if it was my own original thought. I said, "You know that kid's in the treehouse in the backyard," and um, and people started laughing. And then as soon as it came out of my mouth, I thought, "Man, that's in bad taste. What if this kid's dead?" You know. Well, and, then um, he won't mind. <laughs> You're right. He wouldn't mind. But oh, uh, come on, if you see, I saw. I didn't see. Kevin told me about it. Okay, and I was like, what? And I got on CNN.com and I just looked at the pictures because I I, I just didn't want to pull up the video or whatever. Mm-hmm. What, by the time I saw the video, I was like, man, that thing couldn't carry a fucking GI Joe. But the thing is, it's though, like a mylar balloon that, I would buy at the grocery store. When they were filming that, they had no. There was no comparison to see how big it was. <laughs> the guy went and picked it up and it was like a foot wide. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that man's a giant. So, yeah, well, so it's come out that it's a big hoax. Yep, a big hoax. Big hoax. <laughs> Ridiculous. A bunch of fucking weirdos in that family. I don't well, know if you saw any of the, uh, any of the interviews with them, but whoa. Yeah, I watched the interview where the kid threw up. Yeah. I see the kid throw up. The, fir- the first thing I thought of, I thought of two people when I heard about that. I was like, you know what? And I was talking to P. Kane at the time. Uh, I think I told P. Kane about it. I don't think he knew about it until I told him right after Kevin told me and I was like that sounds like some shit you'd do P. Kane <laughs> there's two people I thought of like P. Kane would do something like that as a kid and Josh Gray would do something like that, <laughs> would do something like that. and Grizzles is small enough he might could have ridden in that balloon actually <laughs> like yeah. how ridiculous is that what how must what must the rest of the world think of us? Oh, their children are flying away in balloons. mylar balloons. <laughs> it looked like one of those uh, <clears throat> one of those pans you put on the stove and it inflates with popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> Jiffy Pop. Yeah, it was funny that um, it would have been awesome if it had landed and popcorn flowed out of it. 
<laughs> they had that shit on every late night person just just orgasmed. Oh yeah. Oh man. They get a year's worth of material out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching uh I watched Conan, Bill Maher, and Saturday Night Live. All three. Yeah. I didn't see Saturday Night Live this week. I missed that. Was it was 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 there a parody good of it? Uh it was on no, it wasn't so much a parody, it was during weekend update. Oh, okay. And um, and it started out with the picture of the balloon, and Seth Meyers was like, uh, you know, yesterday a kid was not in a balloon. That was a <laughs> way to tell that. And then, and then, you know, at the end of the sketch, the balloon came in. They had a little balloon suspended on some fish fish string or whatever and that part wasn't that funny it was like the balloon was talking to him it wasn't very funny but Saturday Night Live was pretty good the opener sucked it was Barack meeting with people whatever whatever they made him mad he turned into The Rock Obama like he he hulked out and it was literally The Rock Yeah, but The Rock just fell on his face not funny at all Um, The Rock can be funny he can he's, be funny, but he wasn't funny in some stuff. He wasn't funny during that. That wasn't that wasn't good. But um, I don't know. Gerard Butler hosted, yeah. and I don't get it. But women love that man. I don't my, I'm telling you, man. My girlfriend goes crazy over that dude. But Just McKinsey, thinks he is the hottest dude in the world. I don't get it. I don't get it, and I think that it uh, it's not. Yeah. I don't, mm, She's yeah. like my because I've got stubble and stuff. Maria's like you're like a not nearly as hot version of that guy. I'm like what? That's a terrible thing to say. I don't understand. He he talks out of the side of his mouth. I don't know if you noticed, but like in that in the the trailer for that movie, Man on Fire Two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> he's like talks out of the side of his mouth. I think it's him trying to do an American accent. Yeah. Um, but he, he just, like, his lips moved to the side. It's weird. Well, but. They, you know, like, um, Keenan? Yeah. It, he's the worst cast member, in my opinion. Oh, man, I love Keenan. He's, in my opinion, he's the worst. But he they had a sketch where he was the central figure. And yeah. it was a it was a parody of a BET show. Yeah. And he comes on and he's in like this three piece suit, and he's got a, a Jerry curl. Yeah. And he's singing and dancing and stuff, and he's got people a panel of people that he's going to talk to, and um, and there's you know it's three people, and James Franco is the second person of the three and um and he he sings for like a minute and a half and dances they've got background singers you know uh musicians and stuff on stage yeah. and he sits down and he begins to interview the first person he breaks back out in a song more people come out on stage a saxophone player a dancer all this kind of stuff then he finally sits back down they never get a james franco or the third guy who's B- bill Hader's playing a guy from Fleetwood Mac. It, <laughs> yeah. it was hilarious. It was it was the one good thing I've seen him do. Oh, cool. man. His Maya Angelou uh, impersonation <laughs> was pretty good the other week. <laughs> his, uh, his French uh, Def Jam comedy guy. Because when we get a date. Oh, Zuta Lors. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Josh, <clears throat> 
he had a couple suggestions for the show this okay. week, and um, one of them is going to be a grab bag that we do that might catch on. It might fall in its face. I hope it catches on because it's a great idea. I'm just not sure that we're funny enough to make it work. However, um, it doesn't he, work. It's not our fault. It's Josh's fault. <laughs> we'll be sure to remember that. He is uh, self-proclaimed um, an upcoming guest. Uh, which he will be featured as our special science advisor. Okay. Answering science's questions or questions that we have. Science's questions. <laughs> science is a thing and a person. <laughs> science Johnson. Well, he said he has a lot of great science jokes. And, oh, uh, I'm sure they're great. And so to convince me of what a good guest he would be as a special science advisor, he, he previewed one of his jokes. And I'm sure something's going to be lost in translation, but I'd love to, um, you know, tell you the joke that um, a mathematician, a physicist, and a statistician went hunting. <laughs> yeah. And the mathematician saw the buck in the distance and came up with a uh, an algorithm to solve, you know, the aim that he should point the gun, all this kind of stuff. And he fires the gun after solving the, the algorithm, yada, 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 and he misses to the right. And the physicist says, well, you didn't take into account the Coriolis effect. See, you got to do this and that and this and that and works it all out and does another whole problem and aims at the buck and shoots and fire and misses to the left. Yeah. And the statistician says, we hit it. <laughs> so that's what you can look forward to from uh, Josh, our special science advisor. <laughs> Uh, he asked the question, is roughness ever unnecessary in football? Um, that's a good question, and it's one that is coming up a lot lately because the NFL ha has, in particular, has instated all these rules um, that basically you cannot even get near the quarterback. If you look in the quarterback's direction, <laughs> um, you will get fined and you will get a flag. Um, and they mostly do it to protect the big-name quarterbacks and stuff, which, yeah. you know, the league is protecting their investment. They make their money off of the quarterbacks, you know, the names, you know, the big the big names. Yeah. But Mike. it kind of, you know, compare it to the old-school NFL, you know, hard knocks, tough guy NFL. It's, it's pretty soft. Um, now, that being said, I think there is, because I think that, like, helmet-to-helmet -helmet collisions um, are really dangerous. And I, I don't know if you've seen this study that just came out about um, concussions. About concussions, it's been all over the news. Uh, but basically, uh, a lot of pro uh, people that have pro pro level experience or play, have played football for a long time uh, often experience like Alzheimer's like um, symptoms when they get older if they've had multiple concussions. Yeah, and so it's like a serious thing, and. Um, I don't know. I think that like I think that really vicious hits like that, like helmet to helmet hits, where you could really, you know, really hurt somebody. But the, is unnecessary. I mean, the concussions are for the really the linemen. I mean, those are the guys that are suffering more con concussions than anybody else. Yeah, but I mean, it's also like when receivers get hit really hard, um, guys get concussions a lot from hitting their head on the ground from being hit so hard. You know, you ever and got granted, some of that you can't stop. But I, I think there is a limit. I think there is. There is. I would say there is a certain amount of unnecessary. You know, there's a, there's a level that can be unnecessary as far as roughness goes. That being said, I think they're being really soft on the quarterbacks right now. 
Yeah. And it's kind of making it lame and making defense lame, you know. Defense is kind of lame anyway, but, you know. Lamer you, than uh, lamer than the Broncos' new uh, uniforms. Oh, God. It's interesting you brought that up. If, for those of you who are not football fans, the Broncos, the AFL, which is emerged into the NFL 50 years ago. They're celebrating the 50th anniversary, and they're doing all these throwback uniforms, which a lot of them are cool. Like, the Chargers throwback uniforms are cool. They're like these powder blues and stuff. But they've well, pulled out some real hideous yeah, ones. When it comes to throwback uniforms, I think the NBA takes a cake. And the NFL, probably not as good of an idea. It doesn't really transcend into the NFL as well as it does the NBA. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. You know, there's some classic ones that you've seen before that yeah. you're familiar with. But they're yeah, because they brought them back because they look cool. Yeah. But there's yeah. a reason that some of those uh, stayed in the past. Right. So the, last week, the, the Broncos had these hideous jerseys that were, like, yellow and brown with these vertically striped, striped socks. Mm-hmm. And they were just absolutely ridiculous. And um, But they were so ridiculous that I was like, you know what? As long as it's one game, it, that's kind of hilarious that it's this they, hideous uniform. No, they've played two games in those. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay. It's, it's one game. It's hilarious. It's it's uh, The way I described it was it's a crime against the eyes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, well, they did that, and it's and it's – Pretty they serious. That was a good idea. They thought that was a good idea, but you know it was kind of entertaining and it gave people something to talk about. Well, they did it again last night, and this time they were even worse. <laughs> they were like white and yellow and brown and black. It seemed like, and uh, I was just like, "Oh, that's terrible. That's just that's shameful." I, I, I think it'd be a good idea. I mean, why not? If you're trying to give somebody something to talk about, is to have them put business suits on over their heads. <coughs> why have business suits? Make them wear loafers. Yeah. <laughs> Water cooler talk. Loafers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I I guess roughness is. I, it begs the question of whose responsibility is it, right? With the studies of the of the concussions and the, you know, I mean, you even talk about steroids and whatnot. And I, I'm a supporter of steroids. Uh, Let me just go on the record uh, and say that I am not, yeah. but but well, the, the onus kind of falls on the players. Don't if you they, think though that there there are probably more steroids going on in the NFL than in the in the Major League Baseball? I don't know. I don't know why there's not more scandals involving it then. Well, from the words of Alec Baldwin, he's saying that he can understand why there's not as many scandals in the NFL because those guys are going to war, whereas the Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. When did did you consult Alec Baldwin about this? (laughs) He was he was on uh, the season finale of uh, Bill Maher. Oh god! And they they brought that up, and he was talking about how. Major League Baseball is so much more laid back, and that's why it's such a bigger problem. I, I don't know. I couldn't really follow his line of thinking. I can't. I don't think anybody could probably follow that man's line of thinking. No, no, he's he's batshit insane. He's funny though. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's awesome. um, well, back to the overall point of whose whose responsibility is it? It's it's the player's responsibility if they know what the what you know what could happen to them. You know, if they if they don't have this information about which some of this information they're just learning about concussions right now, you know, mm-hmm. like if the NFL, which the NFL has been supportive of these studies, 
to some degree. But if the NFL were like withholding information that's affecting players' health, I think that you know then that falls on the NFL. But you know, the players have to make the decision. Am I gonna? I mean, it's just like a boxer. You know, like a boxer goes in and says, you know, I'm I'm putting my body through this, and there's a good chance I'm gonna be. Damaged. Well, isn't I mean, can right. you can you really say that before this study, you thought that playing football? Always a great idea for your physical health. No, I don't think anybody did. But the the, the things that they're learning about concussions were may, way more severe than they had thought they were. You know. But so. you're playing a game where you are required to wear a helmet. Right. How safe can it be? Well, I don't think these players are going around thinking, "Oh, well, all this time I thought this was the safest thing to do in my life." But <laughs> still, like, I think that I don't know. I mean, I think that I also think that like technology safety equipment needs to get better and helmets need to get better and there's like like there's been a lot of uh, injuries involving um helmets and stuff in the in baseball lately um there was a a line coach for one of the uh uh, yeah line coach for for um a college team i believe was killed last year because he got hit in the head by a ball i remember that and there's been players, one of the Mets players, I think, got really injured by getting hit in the helmet by a ball. Um, and, you know, you have certain pitchers that pitch at people. Somebody's going to get killed eventually, you know? <laughs> I, I think if I was in a major league, I'd probably pitch at people. You probably would, but probably because you wouldn't be able to throw the ball straight. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I I think about what it would be like if I was that kid in Rookie of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great movie. They've got That's... it on the instant queue now. Uh, of course they do. <laughs> um, moving right along, uh, a little bit more housekeeping here. I am. Uh, I don't actually have to go see where the wild things are. Why? Mackenzie went to see it with her family this weekend. Oh, then you're off the hook. You yeah. Can, you can take that time and, and watch uh, The Watchmen again. So I, I asked her what she thought about it, and she made a face and said it really wasn't that good. Uh-oh. So, points. <laughs> yeah, listen to you. Victory. Great. That movie didn't even happen as far as mm-hmm. I'm Well, that's fine. <laughs> it's good. I don't want you to see it. Good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, showed me. Showed me. Uh-huh. Wow, you've really shown me. Um, Regarding that. I think that's about all I have on my notes. As far oh, yeah? As, yeah. Um, I think it's probably time to move on. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me, you- one more thing about Balloon Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just found myself thinking when it happened, like, who... Like, did nobody stop and think, wh- why do these people just have a giant balloon chilling outside their house? And where do they live that that's acceptable in their neighborhood? <laughs> if I had, like, imagine if I had some giant fucking flying saucer balloon flying outside my house. You've been to my house here. Like, imagine if I had some fucking giant flying saucer balloon in the front yard. Can you imagine the neighbors putting up with that? Be like, what? Definitely not mine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not you not you not in your old neighborhood. No, not in my old neighborhood. Yeah. Which we do have some Halloween decorations now. 
in the front yeah. yard. Yeah, we got a little ghost. Mackenzie went out and got the stuff to make a ghost, a little styrofoam ball with some yeah. stuff over it and a little little piece of wood that makes it look like it's flying. Yeah. Yeah. My brother used to do that. He used to make a ghost like that and um he had it on pulley system and he could fly it down from the house. Yeah. He would scare the piss out of the kids that were in the yard. He'd just come flying down from them. Oh, it was great. Mackenzie wanted to turn the backyard into like a haunted house trail thing. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like if if they're young enough to be traveling with their parents, their parents are probably gonna be a little bit uncomfortable letting these kids walk in the backyard with a guy that looks like me, you know? And then, yeah. and, and that's a lot of work to do. But on the other end, the kids that are old enough not to be going with their parents probably yeah. have absolutely no interest whatsoever in going to somebody's backyard. They just want their candy, and they want to get out of there. I mean, it's a pretty quick deal they're doing yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, when I was a kid, like, my brother used to do all this. Every year, Halloween was, like, the, the, the number one holiday for us. So my brother always did some crazy-ass stunt, and it would be, like, a big deal in the neighborhood because all the kids would want to come to our house to see what he would do next, you know? Yeah, but you you had built up that reputation. Yeah, definitely. But there's been like, and then I care. I kept doing it through high school once he stopped doing it. Um, but then there's been there's been a couple other people like in my parents' town that have done similar things, and it got a lot of hype behind it. You know, I think the kids would be hyped on it. I would be hyped on it if I was a kid. I'd be like, hell yeah, this is awesome. I love going to haunted. I used to go to haunted houses with P Dog all the time. Every year we go to haunted houses, and well, you know, <clears throat> we'll come back. Yeah, I to think that it's your laziness. Most uh, it could be that. <laughs> Halloween is awesome, man. It's By great. the way, I went into the grocery store last night, front and center, right after you walk in the door. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is everywhere now. Seriously. I saw it at the grocery store, too. I was shaking my head. But, uh, man, I tell you, Target's got some pretty awesome Halloween decorations. Wow. Over there. Check it out. Check that out. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to this band called uh, Beirut. Oops, sorry. That's uh, your iPhone? No, that's my cell phone. <laughs> um, now I've been listening to this band called Beirut, spelled like the Lebanese city, and um, it's kind of one dude, but it's it's sort of sounds a little bit like uh, Arcade Fire or um, Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, but he uses these like Eastern European instruments, like uh, what's that thing that P. Kane plays? A ukulele? No, no, no. Oh, the, an accordion. An accordion? Yeah, they, they uses like accordions and violins and stuff, and it's I don't know, it's it's cool. It's it's kind of uh, orchestral at times. Um, I don't know, it's good stuff. I'm getting into it. They're kind of getting popular now, I guess, and. They had a song on that Weed soundtrack, which I keep I keep picking up. That's where I got that Illinois band from too. Yeah. Um. So I, I got several of this guy's albums, and and it's it's one dude, and he's built himself a band, but it's kind of his ideas and stuff. But some of it is, you know, not that interesting, but a lot of it is is pretty cool. Um. So, yeah, the root. Um. So since we recorded with Mikey, I put in Outcast AT Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and what has been happening with the Killers is what, uh, because I, I, I still I'm listening to the Killers a lot, and sometimes 
sometimes when I get into listening to like a band that everybody else has known about for several years, but I never got in on the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, I'll listen to it a couple of years later, and it will be all I listen to for either weeks or months at a time. And then when I'm done listening to it, it's like I can't stand the thought of it. And that happened with TV on the radio, where I got all their CDs. It was all I listened to for months on end. I went to see the concert. It was like the the pinnacle of my experience with that band. And then afterwards, I haven't been able to listen to them since. Right. And and I feel like the same thing's happening with the Killers, where like it's basically all I listen to. But what I'm trying to get at is I put in. AT Aliens, and now granted, this is one of my top three CDs of all time, and the, I used to always, you know, it's like a lot of stuff that I really, really like, I'll flip over it in my CD case, because I'm like, I know what it listens, I know what it sounds like, and I don't want to listen to it, but I fool myself, because I didn't want to listen to AT Aliens when I started listening to it just two days ago, and I put it on, I was like, why the hell did I not want to listen to this? This is the most awesome thing ever, which is the same with any kind of other band that I've listened to for a long stretch, but then stopped listening to. I just don't realize how much I like it until I start listening to it again. Yeah. I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening. You're playing on your iPhone. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Is there an app for that? Yeah. Cool. No, I'm listening to you. I relate. <laughs> I understand. So anyway, so for the most part, I'm listening to the Killers still, and still. I know it's gonna happen. Jeez. I know it's gonna happen where one day I just I I you know I turn on the car and the fucking songs on. I'm like oh, I don't want to listen to this, and I'll take it out of the CD player and I won't listen to it again for months, maybe even years. It'll be it'll be a dark night. <laughs> what? How did AT Aliens fit into this? Well, because we were talking about it with Mikey. I know, but how does it? I don't understand your point in relation to them. Well, are you listening to them again now? Yeah, well, yeah, I am on the on the iPod when I walk to school, and so I don't. I have one. I'm like, I didn't want to listen to the Killers on the iPod on the walk to school because I was listening to them in the car, and so I put in AT Aliens. Well, and at first I started out because it's Mackenzie's iPod, right? Mine Mm -hmm. broke. She broke mine. Right. And so I'm listening to hers, and I see that she has Equimini. And I'm like, well, I'll listen to some Equimini. And then I was like, hold the boat. Let me see if she's got AT Aliens on this. Yeah. She did, so I put it on. And one song that I – and and so what I'm saying is that you forget how good it is. Right. You just forget how good the shit is. Uh, Wheels of Steel? Are you kidding me? Elevators? Out of here! Get out! Yeah, of here. I put elevators. I think ele- did I put elevators as the last song on the podcast last week. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Oh, I see how it is. Well, I'm good. No, I, put, I put it on there. I put it on there. It's the last song. Did I you think. Put the whole song on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I listened to that song. I hadn't listened to that in a while. Like I said, I hadn't. I didn't really ever get into Atlians. Um, I got into the Outcast game a little bit later with the Clem and I. But um, I live by the beats like you live check to check. If you don't move your feet, then I don't eat. So we're like neck to neck. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I love uh, and I one of my favorite songs on there. And it might be my favorite Outcast song, actually, is the Art of Storytelling part uh, part one, I think. Part two. Part two. Yeah. And it's I love the version that has Slick Rick on it, which is he's on the single version. Yeah. 
Um, I love his verse on that, and the video is awesome because he's like he's like dressed up like a painter, like a you know fine art painter. He's got a little beret on, yeah. eye patch, and he's like painting this portrait, <laughs> doing this this rap. I love Slick Rick. Which, if you know anything about Slick Rick, you know he's got an eye patch, which would make it really hard to paint because you have no depth perception. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't imagine what his paintings must look like, but he's an interesting character. He, 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 yeah, I don't know. Interesting dude. He got deported. He did. He's got. A, I mean, he's his parents are British, and he's got a British accent. Actually, um, he kind of slips in and out of it. But um, yeah, he got he got deported. Um, While well, he was in jail, and then we got out of jail, they deported him. <laughs> Which sounds like what's going to happen to Shine. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's from Belize or some shit? I don't even know. Yeah, he's from Belize, I think. I think that some. I think he's got a cousin from Belize or something, and they're like, "No, nah, you can go on back there." <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna dominate this news cycle. Yeah. <laughs> so what's uh, the hype? What is the hype? I mean, I've got my hype written down. Let me look it up here. That's how hype it is. I had to write it down. <laughs> uh, my hype is... Uh, Your iPhone? Yeah, my iPhone. No. <laughs> my hype is uh, is sports right now. Because I'm like, I'm. there's been a lot of good football games. The NFL, the, the teams that are good are awesome this year. And the teams that are bad are horrible. So bad. <laughs> so bad. So it's created, because it's so polarized, it's created these great weeks where some weeks you have the really good teams playing the real crappy teams, which are really bad. But there's been so many weeks where the two really good teams have been playing each other. And then the two real crappy teams play each other, and you don't watch that game. <laughs> you know. But our, our shitty uh, Makes Fox, for easy decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- there's been there's been some good games and I've really gotten into it this year and there's there's a lot of like there's some good old older quarterbacks that are just playing really good right now and then there's also some new quarterbacks that are just kind of becoming stars now it's pretty exciting to watch so, so that, who are the best teams the best teams right now mm-hmm. um, there's four teams that are undefeated the Colts which is my favorite team the Saints which is Kevin's favorite team uh, the Vikings which I call the Brett Favres, um, which I love for obvious reasons. And the, the surprise is the Broncos, um, who weren't expected to be that good. Um, the Giants are pretty good this year, and the Falcons are doing really good, too. Yeah, did you watch Sports Center last night? No, I didn't. No? They, um, they straight up called out Jay Cutler. Did they? Yeah, they were like, oh, the Broncos moved to, you know, what is it, 6-0? and Yeah. And they're like, and and just straight up on camera, like like it was live, because I can't imagine them leaving it in. Dude was like, yeah, and we're gonna hear from Jay Cutler on that. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, actually we're not, but we'd love to hear what he had to say about that. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Jay Cutler was on the Broncos and pitched a fit in the off season and got traded. Um, and now the Broncos are, <laughs> yeah. And the Broncos they did this straight up trade with uh with the Bears, and the Broncos got the Bears' real shitty quarterback Kyle Orton, and Kyle Orton is looking like a man god right now <laughs> on this team, and 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 soft chin Jay Cutler is uh, oh, is on the Bears. So he's got a soft chin, man. No chin, Jay Cutler. No chin. Yeah, no. I, I saw him wearing a chin strap the other night because the Bears game was on, and I was like, how is that even possible? <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't see what, how they must have glued it on him or something because he had no chin. 
But yeah, there's that. The the Falcons are doing good, which the Falcons is another one of my teams that I follow. Um, most of the teams that I like a lot are doing really well, except for the Chargers, who are doing really bad. Um, but yeah, it's been good. It's the football has been good, and then um, I'm I've been I'm getting back into baseball. Really? I'm giving it a shot, yeah. Oh, boy, this is going to feed in. This is going yeah, to I'm feed. giving I, it I'm, a shot. I'm, is there any fear that what's going on with the um, with Major League Baseball right now is going to spark a, an old East Coast-West Coast battle? That <laughs> battle again? <'Cause laughs> I, I didn't think about that. It's Philadelphia versus L.A. and New York versus L.A. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I, I don't think so because I don't think anybody watches baseball anymore. East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> uh, I will say that I think that the the Angels are the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, which seems bullshit to me. How are you going to call your team that? I don't know. Why not just Los Angeles or Anaheim? Los Angeles uh, Angels of Anaheim of California in the United States. <laughs> wow. How are we going to make that fit on the jersey? <laughs> like the Natinals. Yeah. The Nationals. The Nationals. You mean when they misspelled the jerseys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Nationals. The Nationals had a week that, that which apparently they're a real great team. Um, they had a week where they misspelled their jerseys. It's the Natinals. Who who got fired over that? That's somebody what I had to have gotten fired. Who got? Yeah, it probably but wasn't the person it. whose fault it was. It was probably some low level person. But yeah, how you, how does get by you? Yeah. Oh motherfucker, how to get by you? <laughs> I don't get paid enough to read this shit. Yeah. So well, I've been so I'm, I'm giving baseball. I've I always follow baseball a little bit in the postseason because I like I like out of all the playoffs, I like the baseball playoffs the best. Um, as far as the way they've got it structured and everything. Really? Um, yeah, I really like the series. You just like the fact that the the postseason lasts as long as the season, or what? Yeah, I like that. Well, it's not <laughs> as long as the basketball postseason. Wow. Um, but I, I don't know. I've always, and I've, I think it's always, I think a part of it is because it happens in October and it's yeah. getting cold and like I just associate that with baseball and stuff. And so I'm kind of getting back into it. And the, um, you associate the cold weather with a summer sport? Well, I don't consider baseball a summer sport. It is. I mean, it is a summer sport, but I, I always, I associate it mostly with the postseason because yeah. I like the postseason so much. And so I don't, I mean, Part of it is from working at summer camps and not being able to watch baseball or anything, you know. Yeah. Um, I watched it in the spring and in the fall for the most part when I did yeah. watch it. Um, but I was happy to see that the Red Sox got eliminated. <laughs> like them. Reaper's not going to appreciate that. That's Reaper's team. Oh, well, that's a, that, that disappoints me. That <laughs> disappoints him, too. So, anyway, what's your hype? Um, well... I, it was tough for me to put this in between. It was either this is hype still out or what's the hype, and I decided to put it down as what's the hype. Um, next weekend is McKenzie's birthday. That's not what – I mean, that's obviously hype. But uh, what we're doing for her birthday is we're going down to Carowinds for their special seasonal uh, hype, which is Scarowinds. Yeah. They got when like is eight, that? When are you going to do that? We're doing it on next Friday. Oh, man. 
Yeah. That sounds like some hype to me. Dude, they got all the major coasters open, and you're thinking, what's better than riding a roller coaster? Um, the answer is riding a roller coaster at night. <laughs> yeah. And then they've got, like, um, they've got, like, eight haunted houses, and no they've way. got one Halloween show. Dude, which, that seems like some. I want to go. Dude, well, come on. Maybe I will. Come on down to Scarewinds. That sounds like some real hype, man. That sounds like legit hype. Let me tell you. I love roller coasters, and I love Halloween. And I love nighttime, and I love yeah. not being hot weather, not sweating. And I love I mean, Carowinds, man. I like Carowinds. I'm, the last time I went to Carowinds, I didn't even like girls. That, <laughs> yeah. was, that was how long ago it was. And I went once, and I was scared as shit. And I didn't really enjoy myself because I was so scared. And like I don't even remember much about it. I remember the water park and driving home in my buddy's car. Like his older brothers took us, and we were riding in the back in the back seat of this car that was like a Geo Metro, and the guy had like two 12-inch subs in the back of it, and I was wet and cold and miserable, and he had this bass that I really didn't understand what was happening the whole drive home. Yeah, I, did, I had no concept of like having subwoofers in a car, and I'd never listened to the music that was playing, and yeah. so you know, I'm <laughs> hype on scare winds. I want to ride some roller coasters, baby. But- Listen to this. My dad worked for IBM for like 25 years. Yeah. And back um, back when I was in middle school and early high school, every year the um, the Carolinas division of IBM rented Carowinds for a whole day. And so it was like 250 people in the park. Seriously. Um, and they gave us, on top of all this, we got in for free. They gave us each like $25 to use on food, like $25 in coupons. Which I can imagine will get you like a hot dog. Right, a hot dog. Yeah. But still, it was free money, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then you could just you could just go on the rides over and over and over. There were no lines. Imagine I would that. not. No I would pick one ride and not get out of the seat. Oh, we would go. We would go like ten times until we were about to puke, and then we'd go to another one. You know, that's so hype. Don't they? Uh, they have a wooden one there, don't they? Uh, yeah, they do, and they have. They, my favorite one there is the Carolina Cyclone, which is an old looping coaster, which is really good. Well, you should check that one out. So get this, because the fair is in town. It's in Raleigh, the state fair, and yeah. I hear they got rides there too. And Mackenzie's thinking, well, the rides at fairs aren't. Because see, I'm kind of a nub at this, you know. I don't know much about roller coasters, but I know I like them, and I know that the scarier they are, the more I like them. And yeah. she's like, well. But they're kind of scary in the sense that you don't know whether or not they're going to fall apart. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what's more hype than a roller coaster that's awesome and sturdy is a roller coaster that you're on top of being scared from going so fast and going so high. You're also scared that you might legitimately die. That sounds like <laughs> the shit right there. So we're going to go. I think we're going to go to the state fair this weekend and yeah. almost die and then go down to Scarewinds the next weekend and not only ride roller coasters in the dark at night without sweating but we're also going to get to see zombies how I mean what the fuck that's, that's a lot of hype right I don't know right why there. I don't even know why I entertain the idea that it would be hype still out because well here's the reason because Delaney tried to de-hype it yeah. he's like oh no watch the video online and it looked like a bunch of theater kids he watched think, the video online what a hater yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Hater of the week. Out Fuck, get out of the seat, Sepku. Delaney's hater of the yeah. week. 
Speaking of, though, he did have a pretty hype email in response to the note we posted on Facebook about the fan who doesn't know whether or not to cut his hair. And I could read it out loud. He had seven or he has ten suggestions for uh, the person who sent us the email about cutting his hair. Um, I'm not going to read them all because Joey would hate on me for reading them all and act all bored at the end of the reading. But he does suggest that we should have a segment um, saying you absolutely should start a Dear Abby Styles help segment. I'm envisioning it now. Ask Uncle Jeb. Yes. That's the motherfucking ticket right there. Each week, you send me a listener-submitted question. I respond with my own brand of sagacious, yet folksy, well-pinned, incisive, derisive, though tough, derisive, tough love for you to read back in the air the following week. Let's explore this. So we'll See, explore- that's... That's why that's why these iPhone people annoy me. That's some arrogance right there. I should get my segment on the show. What's with all these people pitching segments for the show? Well, it's maybe not your show. Maybe we need to listen to them because maybe the reason that our numbers are falling is because we're not doing the things that people want to listen to. Well, maybe they need to go make their own show. Well, how about that? Well, Speaking of a drug, we have had a little... Hey, let me give... Hold on. You, you kind of glossed over the whole fair thing there. Oh. So if you haven't had experience with fair coasters, the thing is, is they are scary, and that is exciting, but they're very small, usually. They, they don't have the capability to bring these really huge but, coasters around. Well, you know? time out, because my buddy Joe, who lives up here, said they've got a Gravitron... Okay, and I don't know why any fair would need any other ride than a Gravitron. Right. Number two, he said they've got the one where they lift you up in the air and you can see <coughs> the Raleigh and then they just drop you. Yeah, now, yeah. That see now that one. I've most, ridden that one. I've ridden that one at the fair, and that is truly like you're scared for your life because yeah. that is like, oh god, this thing could fall apart. But I'm just talking about like a train style roller coaster, you know. Uh, they just don't. They don't have the big ones like that. Well, but I do love the fair. What I like to go. I like to go to the fair. And uh, when I was in college in media arts, we would always our photography classes would go to the fair because you could, you can get such good pictures of people and lights and food and all kind of things at the fair. And and I, you know, living in Columbia, that's where we had the state fair in South Carolina, and yeah. every October, and it was always hype, you know, because it was I'm, getting pulled out. And, I'm looking forward to the livestock. No, for the, to the livestock, yeah, for sure, man. They got they, you will see some giant pumpkins there, man. Blow your mind. <laughs> they will get, we'll buy one of those giant pumpkins, bring it back, and carve it. Carve yeah. it into you know what we're going to carve into the pumpkin? What? www.ionlylikeyouroldstuff.com. Yeah, I only like this pumpkin's old stuff. Yeah, that's good, man. I like how, I like what you did with that. <laughs> <laughs> Got in a little plug there. Yeah, yeah. So, what are we on next? Are we ready to move on to uh, what's not the hype? What's not the hype is I just dropped part of my notes and they disappeared. Well, I'll lead off with this one because you're talking about Major League Baseball. You're talking about one of the as you, and this wasn't discussed, but I'll go along with it. Yeah, Pantheon fan, just one miss. I um. I made the mistake of following her on Twitter right at the beginning of the playoffs. 
And what is not the hype is me coming home and pulling up TweetDeck only to see just one miss all the way down for the entire fucking column. And it's all esoteric about plays in this baseball games that I'm not watching, could give a shit less about. And I'm sorry, miss. I know you're going to get your feelings hurt. And it's not intended to hurt your feelings because I, I tell you what. You know, Jigga and I have talked about this because, um, you know, people have hated on Jigga for tweeting too much in one sitting, and he's defended it by saying, fucking get over it, you know? However, there's like 50 fucking tweets about the Dodgers, and they've all got hash mark Dodgers. And it's yeah, like, live after five. Games, man, live tweets the games, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right, but a tweet that says Russell to tie it up two two hashmark Dodgers. <laughs> well, I don't understand why that bothers people because I'm just like, well, don't fucking look at it. You have eyes, look away. Well, go through something yeah, else. But I'm I'm looking for some other stuff. I'm looking for some of Sean Elliott's tweets because I want to see what he's tweeting about. Well, he posts a bunch of bullshit sometimes too. So, so well, you're right, and it's so so. What's not the hype is the fact that Miss is posting a bunch of bullshit that I don't care about. Well, I get hyped on Miss getting excited about sports. You don't, and you don't have to jump to the defense here. I'm not attacking. I'm not attacking. Just happens to be about part. You know, you're getting back into it, and I'm thinking, holy shit, that's a lot of tweets about one yeah. baseball game. But you know, my understanding of Major League Baseball that'll last about six hours long. So I guess you know, 25 tweets for one game, six hours long. That equals probably about as much as anybody else tweets about anything else. Well, if it's about basketball, it's cool. If it's about baseball, it's not. That's double standard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, double standard. I get it, though. I get it, but, you know, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking turn this shit off. Fucking go back to writing letters by hand. How about that? (laughs) No problem with that. You're not going to have a bunch of bunch of stuff you don't want to see with that just write a letter put it in the mail and wait six weeks what are you talking about how does that have anything to do with you because you're having a problem with this method of communication that allows people to say what they want whatever they want to say and then you're like wow i can't i hate that people say whatever they want to say on it it's just unfortunate use it it's unfortunate that that i started following her right at the time that the uh the playoffs were on get up get some Get hyped on some baseball. <laughs> that, that's the no. I'd rather just turn my eyes away. Yeah, well then, the there you go. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Go tweet from your iPhone. Well, maybe I will. I know you will. iPhone. I'm jealous. I jealous. What's your not the hype other than fucking me? My, yeah, my not the hype is people fucking giving me shit about this i phone bullshit that's my not the hype maybe you should have thought about that before well i did think about it long and hard yeah there's a map for that i'm crying myself to sleep with my awesome ipod device just watching movies and (laughs) why would you watch a movie on your iphone when you can i can't television because i can't what can you what do you have that you can watch a movie on televisions fucking television set yep there you go (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll. Yeah. Well, so what's your legitimately? What's your not the hype? This is my not the hype. Having an iPhone? Uh, no. Well, yeah, in a way, in a roundabout <laughs> way, having 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 this this iPod, which I'm actually enjoying, and not being able to fully enjoy it because I feel guilty. 
<laughs> That's my not the hype. No, my other not the hype is MySpace. <laughs> Fucking why do we have? Why do we still have MySpace? <laughs> I'm I'm doing some work for for a, a client, and the thing is, is musicians still use MySpace. You know, it's just unavoidable. They just use it. And and my friend Jeannie, she's she's uh she's a singer songwriter, and she's she's just come out with a new album, and I'm doing a MySpace layout for her. But MySpace is really hard, difficult to to make it do what you wanted to do, and it just kind of frustrate me so yeah it's hard to make it look cool because it's myspace and that's what you want it to do is look cool but it's MySpace. they've optimized it so you can make it look cool as in uh pictures of like sparkly diamond shit still and like awful animated gifs of things but as far as like making it look cool as in something like a look at make it look like a legitimate website it's it's pretty difficult to like until you can make it look like you don't have to type in myspace it's not yeah. cool yeah <laughs> myspace why do we why, i just don't know why we still have it but i mean it's still the standard for musicians so well i got it. yeah got in there the other day it was cobwebs and that shit you know <laughs> i can so what's the, what's the hype still out? Hype still out. What? Let me see what I got here. Oh, there. Uh, this is a quick one about a video game that's coming out that I just heard about the other day, and you probably know all about it and know why it sucks. But um, there's this game called Borderlands coming out. Came out today. Did it? And it yeah. looks like it's Fallout Three, but it's a first-person shooter, and it's got four-person co-op on it. Yeah. And uh, Maria wrote me a text and said, "Hey, I just saw this commercial. This game looks kind of cool. You guys should check it out." So, um, Kevin yeah. said, "Look dumb." Well, but, there's actually been a lot of like controversy about it because they, they've tried to go like viral marketing style yeah. and say that like one of their commercials was um, like a guy leading a focus group and all. And what? Hello. Sorry. Okay. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, I accidentally pulled my microphone out. But um the um the focus group is four people and they're trying to play the game and they've got this guy who's got like these aviator glasses and a fake mustache on and he's narrating about the focus group and stuff and yeah. he's like talking about how cool it is and how it's for like real gamers cuz it's got RPG and it's also got you know tons of different combinations of guns you've got over 130 guns how many does Call of Duty have like eight this is yeah. like hundreds of guns and so you've got one guy turn around and be like uh is this actually how do I do and the guy slams his forehead into the into the desk and it comes up and it pops up mainstream apostrophe D like punk yeah. and it's like mainstreamed yeah. and then the, this girl turns around and she's like would this be a fun party game and he does <laughs> the exact same thing to her so it's like I don't know if they're really I don't know I mean Lopo said he was going to go out and get it today and and play it but I'm not I don't know. I th- there's just been a lot of like kind of turmoil on on the internet and stuff like that on different well, boards about. I'm hyped on it in that it like I said, it looks like Fallout 3, which was awesome. And I, I mean, Fallout 3 would be so much fun if it was co-op. Obviously, this isn't going to be that, but it looked. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's like sci-fi, you know, apocalypse kind of thing. But I'm so like I'm so picky about first-person shooters that if it didn't hold up to the Call of Duty Modern Warfare test, I would just not want to play it's it. It's not going to hold up to that, but I, I think that's kind of unfair. It, well, it is unfair, but it's what I like. I just I'm, I'm so used to Call of Duty and I well, like. Well, if you liked it, then maybe you should play it. Well, uh, maybe I will. 
Maybe you better go. Did you pre-order your copy of Part Two? I've already paid for it. You already paid for it. Well, I didn't put the five dollars down. I paid for it in full. Because that's. Can you play it on your iPhone? Okay, moving right along. My hype still out is uh, is the fall because I love the fall, and it's been cold here and overcast, which is like my perfect. Like, if it could be fifty degrees and overcast, that'd be it for me. Right. Perfect, but I think tomorrow it's supposed to bump back up to the high seventies. Oh, and that ha- I've already pulled out all my pants, all my long sleeve shirts. I've gotten used to you know wearing my cool time clothes. Yeah, and if I have to fucking put on some shorts tomorrow, I'm gonna be pissed. So yeah. the hype's still out. If the weather turns again, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. The past couple nights have been really cold. Like I've been like, wow, because. Dude, the, we, it, it, we finally the, turned on the heat. Yeah. Well, in the southeast, man, the past, like, five or six years, we haven't had a fall. We've just had, like, summer into, like, a little bit of winter and then spring. Yeah. You know, it's like not – we've not had that real cold weather that, you know, we used to have in the fall. And I'm, I, it's been really cold the past couple of days, and I've been loving it. And we're, we don't have the heat on here, and I've been opening the window and letting it just get real cold in the house. Yeah, well, we turn – I mean, we've been going, like, we'll turn the heat on for, like, an hour, hour and a half and then we'll turn yeah. it off. Like, McKenzie was gone this past weekend. My fucking house was 61 degrees. Yeah. That's that's the temperature that was in my house. And then I was like, I knew she was coming in the next day, so I was like, I better go ahead and turn on the heat. It's going to take two days to warm this house up. But, uh, yeah, I love it. I, I, man, I love it. I love cold weather. I love jackets. Yeah. I love a reason to have a beer. I love it too, man. I don't love I don't love the depths of winter. Because I get like kind of, eh, but I love the cold fall. Just love it. Yep. Dig that, you know. And I like, I like it. I like it being cold in the winter for a little while, but I get over it real quick. Um, I don't. Which I've never lived anywhere where it was really cold. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's move on to our first of two grab bags. Booyah! 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 Whoosh! Everybody's favorite part of the show, grab bag. I know it's my favorite. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I like it. I like it because it's like playing a game. Yeah. I like it because it's usually about us. <laughs> I like the, the rest of the show, is it? <laughs> well, it's even more so about us. Well, we get the show out. <clears throat> the first grab bag that we have really is about us. We're going to do another segment of three on three. If you guys aren't familiar with three on three, we take three different topics. We got bottom three, top three, top three. Right. So lots of. And this three. is one of the ones we were talking the other day about how a lot of the grab bags don't work, and we couldn't figure out which ones we needed to go back to that worked. This one actually worked. Works. It's not ever like the most funny one we do or whatever, but I like I like some of the topics we come up with because sometimes it's a challenge to come up with some of this, you know. Yep. So, so this week, uh, per Joey's request, is sports themed, and um, what we've got is the bottom three sports teams, the top three players, and the top three sports. And some of you may be wondering, well, what's the criteria for sports teams or, say, top three sports? Is this sports you could play yourself or is this sports you watch? <coughs> and we've left it up in the air. And so maybe a little bit of rationale behind why you picked what you picked would be good for the listeners. Right. Um, and we'll start off with bottom three teams. <coughs> Ooh. All right. So we're going to stop. start with the least crappiest to the crappiest, right? Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Yeah. Um, one, one being, being the worst. Most hated team. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> um, 
bottom three teams for me. Um, number three is the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll temper that by saying that back in the, the Troy Eggman days, I actually kind of liked watching them. Yeah, um, America's just, team. Right, America's team, for sure. Um, because I didn't know how much of a dickweed Jerry Jones, the owner, was back then because I was a young, innocent lad, you know. Um, but now Jerry Jones is just a complete tool bag. And I can't stand Tony Romo, their quarterback now, the one yeah. that dated Jessica Simpson forever. Because yeah. he just annoys the shit out of me. I just, he's just, I don't know. I don't like him. So that's, that's number three. Number two for me is the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox. Uh-huh. Um, just can't stand the team. It's the ultimate bandwagon team. There's some, I only like their old stuff right there. <laughs> um, but seriously, living in the Southeast, we don't have, like, until, until they got the Florida teams, we didn't have anybody but the Braves down here. Yep. You know, and if you didn't like the Braves, then you just picked any team you wanted. And of course, 99% of people picked the Yankees or the Red Sox because it's the cool hat to wear. Yeah. And so you see a lot of dudes down here with their pre-faded Red Sox hat, you know, and they they love some Red Sox. And I just, I don't, I don't like them. Don't like them at all. Um, They annoy the shit out of me. Um, Don't really like the Yankees either, to say the truth. Okay. Um, and then number one is my most hated team, which I honestly, those two teams, I can't stand them, but I don't have like a complete hatred to the point where I would just, you know, just absolutely cannot stand them. Um, but this team is truly my number one hated in all of sports. And it's the new England Patriots <laughs> really cannot, cannot stand Tom Brady, Tom Brady, um, <clears throat> they asked him. This is how much of a jerk he is. They they sco- they 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 beat the Tennessee Titans, your home team there. Yeah. Uh, they beat the Tennessee Titans um, by fifty nine to zero. I think they, they suck this year. Fifty nine to zero. They suck. Fifty nine <laughs> to zero. Oh my god! I was just blown away by it. And then afterwards, Poor Jeff. So, of course, um, of course, Tom Brady. Yeah, the the sportscasters just love him, and he can do no wrong. And he hasn't had a very good season, but you know he's playing the Tennessee Titans and he scored fifty nine points. And of course, he broke some records, like he scored yeah. five touchdowns in one quarter, and so that was some kind of record. <laughs> yeah, that's called my dick in your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And afterwards, the, somebody asked him, "Well, are you aware of what an achievement you 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 achieved here?" And uh, Tom Brady was like, nah, I wasn't really thinking about the achievement at the time. Shut the fuck up, (laughs) asshole. Go back. He wears tiny hats. That's why there's this great article on ESPN.com about how if you're a New England fan, you should be worried because Tom Brady started wearing these tiny hats, these little bowler hats and stuff. Really? Yeah, and that that's a sign that your quarterback is going downhill because when he starts wearing tiny hats. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the New England Patriots can't stand them. Uh, the, other, the other reason I don't like them very much is um, they, they, they've – for many years, they knocked the Colts out of the playoffs, which the Colts are my favorite team. And I also hate their head coach is just annoying, and he looks like a homeless person. He always wears those sweatshirts with the sleeves cut out of them. Yeah. Like, they won't let NFL coaches wear – they have to get special permission to wear a suit on the uh, sidelines. Really? And yeah, they, 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 there's been a couple coaches that have, which used to be the standard, you know, Tom Landry back in the old days, the coaches wore suits, you know, like, like the NBA coaches do. 
Um, so they won't let a coach wear a suit on the sidelines, but they let Bill Belichick look like he's some rejected extra from a Naughty by Nature video. Um, over there was this fucking sweat man and on his head and his cut off baggy sweatshirt and shit. He reminds me a lot of Dick Cheney. He does. They're probably buddies. They cheat too. Cheater, yeah, Bella cheat. Bella cheat. Bella cheat. I don't know. There's something to be said though, and I guess what it is that reminds me of Dick Cheney about Belichick is the way he runs that team is the fact that like, you know, when when Brady got hurt and everything, they they released nothing. You know, it was like just a veil of like what's going on behind the curtain, and I really like that. That. I, I like that it's so much about warfare for him that it's like it's also psychological warfare and how they let things play out in the media or don't let them play out in the media. I mean, right? For I mean, granted, I mean, you need characters like that in a sports yeah. league to make it interesting. Granted, but to me, his shtick like that gets a little old sometimes. But sure, it does. It is something different, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're an easy. I think they're just as easy to hate as they are to love. You know, yeah. I mean, the people that love them love them, and then yeah. everybody else hates them. Yeah, you're yeah, not losing exactly. about them. Very polarizing team. So yeah, that's my bottom three. What's your bottom three? Um, number three is Cobra Kai <laughs> from the Cry Kid. Yeah, Man, I, I, I went back guys. through. I watched all three of the credit kids again and i think that you're probably right i i was saying that the second one was my favorite and that you know it was the least respected and it was probably one of the best out of that trilogy but number three is fucking awesome i love number three anyway and number two is really not as good um number two is the hawks um from mighty ducks one (laughs) yeah they were shitty talk about another bill belichick-esque coach yeah that coach there and number one most hated team of all time is the Florida Gators oh yeah that's pretty understandable it doesn't matter what sport either um, but really, really, yeah. they are a hateable team I don't have I'm not I don't have much invested in uh in college sports, but they are a very hateable team. Yeah, and really, it doesn't matter about, like, they were relevant in basketball for, like, two seasons. And, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter anymore. But they're, I hate I hate the Florida Gators. I, I don't mind Tim Tebow. Um, you know, everybody loves him, and they argue about whether or not he's the greatest um, college football player of all time. Um, and I think that those questions are, are natural. <clears throat> and I don't necessarily hate Tim Tebow himself, but he does wear jorts. He does ride a <laughs> scooter. Yeah. No helmet around town. Um, and he plays for the team that I hate the most. So him and his yeah. per- as a person, I probably wouldn't say it to his face. Yeah. But I'm saying he, you know, should he be alive? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And what do you, what's your opinion on uh, Steve Spurrier then? That's the reason. That's that's the spawn of my hate. You, you, so because because you're a Tennessee fan growing up, and Steve Spurrier was obviously the coach of the Gators for a long, long time. Long time, and you had an ingrained in you. That man is a cock. The old the old ball coach. Yeah. Now he coaches my alma mater, University of South Carolina. The cock. So the cock is coaching the cocks. I and love it that he just—he just like this fucking grumpy dude now. He just like—he uh, gets on there. I love his—I love his uh, his interviews are always like, well, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll go out there and play football. We'll probably suck this week. We normally do, but we're gonna go out there. I don't know. We'll go out there and throw the ball. It'll probably get intercepted some. 
He is the he is the Bob Knight of college football. Fucking Debbie Downer, man. He's shitty. I don't, I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. I hate this Not fucking there. football game. I hate sport. <laughs> I hate it all. I don't know why I chose this career. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand answering these questions. I don't know how am I supposed to answer that. We're going to go out there and the quarterback's going to play the quarterback position. <laughs> and then the defense will play the defense. We'll probably score some points if we can get in the end zone. <laughs> Or if we kick a field goal. (laughs) That's him, man. That's so him. But back in the heyday, man, UT and Florida was huge rivalry. And the thing is, is that UT Alabama is a longer, more traditional rivalry. Yeah. But I don't even hate Alabama the way I hate Florida. I mean, like, for me, when it comes to football, there's the NFL and then there's the SEC. Right. College football is nothing without the SEC. And I'll I'll argue anybody to the end, to the death on that. Because outside the – and, and you know, late the the first uh, BCS standings came out yesterday – on Sunday they came out. And – so obviously the talking heads on the sports shows had, you know, they were talking about, um, you know, these teams being, if a, uh, you know, should an undefeated team play in the national championship if they're not either in the SEC or the Pac-10? And I'm thinking, I don't even give a fuck if somebody in the SEC's had two losses, they're still better from than a team in the Pac-10. Well, that's the thing is like there's the SEC is so tough from what I know of it. And granted, I know very little, but the, the SEC is so tough. And then they have this SEC championship and then they wind up knocking out a team that should be in the running for, uh, you know, a high placing in the final standings a lot of times. Yeah. No, it's true. The SEC championship is the national championship, in my opinion. Right. Period. It Don't. seems like a lot of the sportscasters are turning around, though, on uh, on that and actually giving the SEC some props now. Well, fuck, uh, the last two years. You know, yeah. last three years. Yeah. Right, anyways, so. Yeah, but, hey, that, that's funny that you brought. So uh, the UT is coached by Lane Kiffin. Oh, yeah. Who, Hype's still out on him as to whether he's a complete uh-huh. dumbass or not. No way. No way. No. I love that man. Oh, that is oh, a beautiful would. man, and he has a beautiful yeah. wife, and has a beautiful family, and he coaches a beautiful game of football. Oh, he's fucking, he always looks fucking confused all the time. No, the thing is, and Mackenzie's commented on this, because every time we watch the game, every single time, every single time, they cut to him on camera, he's got his play sheet up in front of his face. Yeah. He's never come out from behind that play sheet. And really, I mean, granted, uh, the concern about him is fairly legitimate, and without his dad, Monty, coming in, you know, and people hate on Monty too, but I, I, you know, I mean, whatever. The fact well, that Georgia, I mean, they're good in my book because my number two most hated team in in college football is Georgia. And well, uh, he they, he's had a, a verbal sparring match with Urban Meyer from Florida. Yeah, um, and they've gone back and forth. And uh, Steve Spurrier was on uh, PTI the other day, and they were interviewing him and giving him one of his classic interviews, and they were like. What do you have to say? You used to coach the uh, the the Gators, and you obviously know the uh, the Volunteers. What, what do you have to say on this? And he's like, "I, where I'm, my team's not even good enough for me to have anything to say about that." <laughs> and this was just after they beat somebody really good, like Mississippi or something, like that they weren't supposed to beat. Yeah, Ole Miss. Um, they 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 pulled a big upset on them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not going to say anything about that because my team's not even good. Yeah, the um, yeah. I mean, 
there's the, imagine though coming into University of Tennessee you've got to do something to get noticed yeah and he had to say some things like that to stir it up to get some attention back on UT because after last season with fucking Phil Fulmer I mean yeah. it was just abysmal so um whatever moving right along well I could talk about I could talk about UT football for the rest of the show so I'm not going to um top three players I'll go ahead and start out go for it number three Shane Battier number two Kyle Lowry number one Yao Ming all three Houston Rockets I cannot fucking wait I you're just hyped wait. on basketball now even though, even though Yao Ming probably won't play you yeah, <laughs> might not ever play again man yeah well yeah um, Kyle Lowry's from Villanova followed him since he was playing at Villanova Shane Battier the, the smartest man on the basketball court I'm excited about the NBA this year too man yeah. Oh, we need to go see a game. Let's we're go gonna Charlotte. go. We're gonna go see. We're gonna do a live fucking b- broadcast when the Rockets come to town and play against the Charlotte. Sure. That's what I'm gonna do. Might see MJ there. <laughs> yeah. Might see him. He's a, he's a, some kind of big wig with Charlotte. Well, go ahead and say your top three players, because oh, I'll do some honorable mentions. By the way, Ray okay. Lewis. Yeah. He, yeah. I I judge this by. I, Ray Lewis is the most fun person to watch, I think, in the NFL. He is pretty fun. To that watch. man is at 110 percent, no matter what. He is hype. I he love that when, when they won that game last year, and he's like, yeah, "Is this a beautiful thing when you bring some men together to do something like this?" <laughs> <laughs> but that's a man that, yeah. I mean, there was some, you know, I mean that that murder allegation, you know. Well, that, he was acquitted on that, and I've read. Right. Everybody's like, that's the first thing everybody says is, oh, he's a murderer. Oh, he might stab somebody. But he was acquitted on that, and I read the background on that. And, I mean, I, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but that it sounded like he really wasn't – I mean, he no. was there, but he yeah. wasn't a part of it. He didn't that's, stab the guy, I don't that's think. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. I mean, how can you – how is that even still relevant? Because the man has done nothing but play football since. Wrong place at the wrong time. Hasn't gotten in trouble again. Learned his lesson, and I mean, he was he was, you know, guilty until I mean, innocent until proven guilty, and he was proven innocent. So I don't know because he's a pro football player, and that's yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. No, he's fun to watch, and also I guess you know I mean if I'm going to talk about it, then may as well say Daniel Larusso. Yeah, he's probably sports greatest underdog. Yeah, he's doing the kata. Yes, kata. (laughs) That's for me. So your top three players. Top three players. Number three, um, from my previous stint as an NBA fan, uh, when I was in middle school, uh, David Robinson, the Admiral, uh-huh. from Spurs. Um, just just liked watching the dude. Um, great player. He just got inducted in the Hall of Fame and gave a really gracious speech when compared to Michael Jordan's bitter hatred speech. Okay, uh, well, let me let me pause you right there because okay. um, it, this is the, another note that I had because I figured you'd bring up Michael Jordan. I didn't know yeah. if he was going to be in your top three, but I know you'd bring him up yeah. because I knew you were going to be talking about David, some David Robinson and yeah. maybe even um, Dennis Rodman. But the... Um, we were talking about Michael Jordan and and Defensive Player of the Year a long time ago. Yeah. And 
and this was a long time ago. Yeah. And I was sitting in the cafeteria at my old college. Okay. Now, something about my old college, it was a really small school, 1,100 students. Yeah. I was a commuter. Okay. <clears throat> I knew literally a handful of people. I had, I had six friends at the school. Okay. Yeah. Didn't talk to anybody else. And it just so happened that I was sitting there. It, but I, even though I didn't have friends, I did have some enemies. Yeah. And they, they probably didn't know they were my enemies, but they were my enemies, right? Yeah. Those kinds of people. The, just the people that talk shit. And yeah. they just talk, and you can't get away from them. You're always in earshot of them while they're talking shit. And yeah. this fucking kid was sitting behind us at the cafeteria. And I was sitting there with the wrestling team. And we were just eating lunch, minding our own business to, you know, chit chat and whatever. And um, these this group of kids behind us, there was like this underground fraternity because fraternities and sororities were not allowed at the school. Right. And uh, but there was still the you know the secret, not so secret fraternity, and that was all these guys behind us, right? Talking, yeah. talking shit. Yeah. And this kid was going off about Michael Jordan, saying, "Oh, he's yeah, yeah, he didn't play defense." And I didn't know any of their names. Oh, my God. I didn't know any of their names. I just turned around. I said, Michael Jordan was Defensive Player of the Year. Shut the fuck up. And turned back around and went back to eating. Only secure in knowing that I had about 12 wrestlers sitting around the table. (laughs) What did they say? Did they say anything? He shut the fuck up. Good. (laughs) the topic. You can't. I'm telling you, man. I I hear that every now and then. Somebody will try to argue because it's fashionable to argue against Michael Jordan's greatness. The dude is fucking... I think he's the greatest athlete of our age, for sure. And he's, he's definitely the best basketball player of all time. Um, and I don't know that anybody will will beat him as, in LeBron. that. LeBron! No, LeBron will not. <laughs> yeah, he will. He will not. Okay. LeBron will not be greater than Michael Jordan. Okay. Have it, go back. I, I've, I've gained more of an By the way, Michael Jordan won Defensive Player of the Year in 1987 and 88 that year. There you go. For the record. Um, Michael Jordan, I've gained more of an appreciation for him now than, you know, when he was in his heyday when I was in high school, you know. Um, and I sort of watched some of it and followed some of it, but, like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't appreciate his career as much. But now watching the highlights and the things he did um, with the basketball is just amazing. But the, the more I get to know, him, like, about him, the more I think he's a complete asshole, too. Yeah. Uh, well, he's kind of like Kobe in the sense that he's an asshole. Like, he didn't care about his teammates so much as they made plays on the court. Right. You know, and, but, and, I mean, there's something to be said about that competitive spirit that he had. Cause, well, how are you going to say that about Michael Jordan and then turn around and say you hate Kobe? Well, because he's Kobe. Double standard. Yeah, Shake exactly. Fuck up. Um, I never said Kobe wasn't a good basketball player. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you said you hate him. Well, you don't have to watch him turn your eyes away. Well, I Boom, think Michael sorry. Jordan's an asshole too. If you watched his Hall of Fame speech, he just he did everything but like pull his pants down and take a dump on like a list of names of people that wronged him on stage. He just called out all these people that even people that didn't wrong him. That's high. Well, I guess in one way it's kind of hype, but that's like, like the Birdman saying, "saying Oh, look at me now." <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's entitled to do it. I mean, when they they had the Hall of Fame induction like ceremony, and then they had the Michael Jordan induction ceremony. Like it was like all the other players went first, and then they like rolled out a red carpet and like spread rose petals on the floor, and then he walked up there and gave his speech and was crowned king of the world. Yeah. But 
I, I don't know. Comparing his, like, I watched John Stockton's speech and uh, David Robson's speech, which yeah. I, I always loved John Stockton and Carl Malone as a pair. Yeah. Uh, for the jazz when I was yeah. a kid too, and they were really like gracious and you know appreciative and thanked a lot of people. And, you know, Michael Jordan just kind of thanked himself. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Different strokes for different folks. I guess he's got more rings than those guys. So. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but like but David Robinson's my number three. Um, I don't know. He just seems like a nice dude, too. He does a lot of charity work. And his, like, his Hall of Fame speech was really, like, sincere. And he thanked, you know, a lot of people. And I thought, I don't know. I always like watching him play. Um Number two is uh, Brett Favre. Favre. My boy, Brett Favre. Love that man. <laughs> Telling you, dude. Big man crush on Brett Favre. You seen the Wrangler commercials? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of men out in the field playing touch football. When we get a bunch of men together, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> get Ray Lewis on that commercial. Um, <laughs> they need to. Yeah, dude. Hitting, hitting Brett Favre and some Wranglers. <laughs> uh, we can get a bunch of men together. It's a beautiful thing. We can get a bunch of men together. Play football. Uh, now, Brett Favre, man, um, dude, you know, looking good in them Wrangler jeans. <laughs> Representing them Wrangler jeans. They got that Wrangler commercial where he just hops off a tractor. He's chewing on a, like a, a, you know, a piece of grain. He's, he's chewing on a fucking tree stump. Yeah, he's chewing on a tree stump. He got the Wrangler jeans on. <laughs> You know? he, he kicked the tree down and then put it in his mouth. Dude, it's, it's incredible. I just like, I've always liked Brett, Brett Favre, and I've always like, he's like a classic quarterback. And I love that style of play and stuff. Um, and even though I wasn't, was a Green, I wasn't a Green Bay fan growing up, but I always rooted for Brett Favre. Okay, yeah, I liked Reggie White. Yeah, Reggie White was amazing too. Yeah. Um, great player. And great person seems like too, and um, but Brett, when when all this mess went down with him retiring, coming out of retirement, all this stuff, it seems to me that it irritates me that the sportscasters just like act like they're so offended by that when they love that shit because they get to report the shit out of it, gives yeah, them something to talk about. Oh, <laughs> Brett Favre took shit today. The the only thing that they love to report. On more that was when was when Michael Vick got out of prison. Yeah, they had they had a, a different reporter at each mile marker on the 150 mile drive from prison to Michael Vick's house. <laughs> yeah, there's like 200 people they in his like, front yard. They love shit like that. It's just the the hypocrisy. There's there's a handful of sports writers and sportscasters that are very uh, trustworthy and don't buy into a lot of that hype, but most of them do. You know. Well, the but, thing is though is be, is that they've got this inferiority complex that they think that they need to be news. It's right. not news. It's what we watch when we don't want to watch the news. So quit trying to be news. Yeah, give me give me some critique of it. Give me some your opinion and like yeah. I don't. But I did watch the post game interview after Favre went six and zero. Yeah, that man he looks haggard. He looks old. He does, man. He's looking good though. He looks real I'm old. Telling you. Got that gray beard? It's like my beard grow back. Gray. He, you know, there's, there's. If you had pictures of him when he started and pictures of his time in the NFL, I bet it'd be just like Lincoln from when Lincoln yeah. took office until he finished the aging. Farm living, man. That's what leadership does. That farm living. Leadership. Yeah, but but man, what I'm I'm really liking that the, the, they're like, oh, I can't believe that he's like gone into retirement, come out. How offensive! I'm like, nah, it ain't offensive. Hey, he did it. 
Well, if I decided I retired from my fucking job at McDonald's and I decided I want to come out of retirement, that's not offensive, is it? Let me do my job if that's what I'm good at. Yeah, Jay-Z did it. Jay-Z did it. Yeah, I've heard that Brett's going to be on his next single. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. I, I it, it pleases me that he's doing so well this year. And even though I want to see the Colts win the Super Bowl, I the part of me wants to see Brett Favre just like He's win one and then be able to be like you know what I'm going to play for a different team every week next year <laughs> all time Fuck quarterback y'all. yeah um, so that's my number two my number one is a Colt an Indianapolis Colt uh, the wide receiver Marvin Harrison who actually got let go last year but um, I just loved watching his career um him and Peyton Manning are one of the best duos of all time, I think, and they rival Montana and Rice, I think, um, as one of the greatest tandems. And Marvin Harrison, he got in a little legal trouble last year. I don't really know what all that was about, but he's uh, wide receivers. Are, it, that's the position that the big mouse uh, occupy on the team, you know? Yeah. The guys that, that run their mouth, and sometimes they're entertaining, like Chad Ochocinco, and sometimes they're completely annoying, like T.O., which is another one they like to report on a lot. This is the opposite, in my opinion. I love T.O. You love T.O.? Obviously, I love Ochocinco, but... Um, Anyway, uh, Marvin Harrison, he wasn't either of those guys. He's like really understated. He didn't he didn't have any kind of end zone dance or any of that. He just like scored and handed the ball to the ref every time. And he's just think, a quiet dude and I think TO should be on Broadway. I think he could be on Broadway. <laughs> Probably should, yeah. He could carry a show. He could, man. Yeah. But speaking of Ocho Cinco, man, you know how the NFL has this bullshit thing where if they don't sell out their stadium, the home team, uh, then the, the the game does not get played on local TV. So it's basically no, holding. Know. Yeah, it's, it seems counterproductive. Like I don't understand why you're punishing the home audience for the t- the game not selling out. Because if I wouldn't, if I wasn't planning on going to the game, and I was going to watch it at home, the fact that it wasn't going to be played at home on my TV wouldn't make me go, oh, God, I've got to go buy a $150 ticket so I can go see this game. Right. You know, but um, the Cincinnati, who's doing pretty good this year, the Bengals, they they weren't, they were about to have their game blacked out um, because they didn't sell enough tickets. And uh, Chad Johnson bought all the remaining tickets and gave them away to fans so that they could have the game on TV. That's fucking cool. Which I thought was like, in this day and age of athletes being real greedy, but doing charity things to like make themselves look good, that's some legit shit right there, you know? <laughs> that's like, I'm hooking the fans up so that the game is on TV. That's, that's like not selfish. That's true, the dude's got a big mouth, but. How many tickets did he buy? It was a it was a large number of tickets. And he, he one of his sponsors paid for half of it. Yeah, um, I think Motorola or something. But it was Motorola. like, yeah, Who the fuck is that? I Are didn't they know that still they were business? Still business. Yeah. Why would they even sponsor him? <laughs> I don't know, but um, long distance. It was it was like I mean it was a couple thousand tickets. Yeah, I mean it was a substantial amount of tickets. Um. <clears throat> I thought that was pretty cool. Hell yeah, that's cool. I didn't. Know. I saw that people were talking about it, but I didn't know exactly what they were talking about. Because here's the thing: I haven't gotten to watch a full fucking game yet. Oh, that's a shame. With so I've many great so games busy. this year, I've been so busy. They've been doing the. Uh, they're doing the breast cancer thing this month, where uh, the team, the the players on the teams can wear pink shoes or pink gloves. Yeah. And uh, you know Chad Johnson, Chad Osinko, he gets fined all the time for stuff. 
he got fined for wearing the wrong color chin strap this year. And, uh, yeah, and he decided in the No Fun League, he decided that um, they interviewed him on PTI, and they were like, were well, you going to wear a pink chin strap even though you're not allowed to? He's like, yep, yeah, I'm going to do it. And they were like, you think you're going to get fined? He's like, yeah, of course I'm going to get fined, but I'm going to give all the money to breast cancer uh, research. So um, he's like, I'm going to match whatever fine it is um, by out of my own pocket and uh, and give it to a charity, breast <laughs> cancer charity. So. That's cool. Yeah, shit like that. So, uh, so that's my uh, number one was the Marvin Harrison. That's my three. Yeah. How about you? I already did mine. Oh, you already did? Yeah. yeah. Rockets. Top three sports? Um, top three sports. I did top three sports that I like to watch. Okay. Okay. Um, and one of the, it, it kind of overlaps with some that I like to play as well. But number uh, three is uh, what the rest of the world calls football, but uh, we call soccer. Yeah, and I put that on there because I like playing soccer. I've never been very good at it. I've always played just recreationally, but I do enjoy it, and I, I like watching it too. And I follow some of the uh, some of the Premier League teams, and I always watch the World Cup and all that sort of stuff. So, World Cup's next year, right? This coming summer. Oh yeah, 2010, yeah. summer 2010. Yeah. Which uh, I, the World Cup is like a really cool event to me. Because yeah, are you kidding me? I was in Spain in 2002 when the World Cup was on. That's some hype, right that there. That was out, it. Was outrageous, yeah. And I, I didn't even know the first thing about the World Cup. And the guy, one of the guys that was on the trip with us, was, um, he, you know, he's varsity <laughs> soccer player. He's big into the World Cup, and so we were sitting there in a fucking bar watching World Cup. He was explaining it to me while we had all these crazy people in the bar too. Yeah, that would be some. That would be one pretty cool experience. Yeah, to watch it like that. I just there is no. Uh, there's no contest that is that uh, like has that much hype from from the countries involved in it, you know? Yeah, like just complete hype, like just 100% patriotism and being behind your country, and um, and and you know the U.S. traditionally doesn't do well in it, but there's enough other teams that have cool stories that you stay interested, you know? Well, do you think that it's more hype than the Olympics? Well. Interesting that you say that because number two on my list is the Olympics. Booyah! Yeah, and that's, I put, a, that's a great call. I wish yeah. I had thought of that. Love the Olympics, winter and summer. Um, sometimes I like the Winter Olympics better because there's some. We talked about this before. There's a lot of strange sports in that that I don't yeah. get to see a lot. Um, but I just love the variety in it. I love getting behind the country, and I love all the stories, and I love the fact that everybody has some sad story that they <laughs> trot out there. Um, but it's just total hype, and the best thing about it is, is it's just sustained. It's a month of just hype. Yeah. It's just like, like I don't get anything done out. the month at the Nothing. Olympics. Month. Nothing's Nothing. going like, on. Uh, I, I could, I got to do some work, but there's like six hours of curling on today. <laughs> what am I going to do? I can't. <laughs> I don't, I, want to te- I don't want to TiVo it because then somebody's going to ruin it. Tell me who won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's so many good sports. I love all of it. I just love the hype behind it. And I get I used to get real sad when it was only every four years um, yeah. when it would end. But now that they'd stagger them. We talked about this before the um, before we even started doing the podcast because the Summer Olympics were what? This, they were last 2008. year. Yeah. yeah. And I was at your house for some of it. Some yeah. Of it. We but were. we were talking about the hangover. Yeah, yeah. You just just sick, 
the uh, post-Olympics depression. Just, just depressed. What am I going to do? Who am I going to cheer for? All these uplifting once-in-a-lifetime moments for so many people and then gone. Yeah, you, you, you like um, you, you forget about it. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna go home and watch the Olympics, and then you're like, oh, the Olympics are over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, where's greedy ass Michael Phelps? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> greedy. Uh, that's my number two. My number one is uh, NFL, and for obvious reasons, I just loved NFL. And uh, my dad and I watch the games, and it's just a family thing. So, well, my number three is the NBA, mm-hmm. which don't need to go any further into that. Number two, honorable is- mention for me right now because I yeah. love it now. Yeah, I'm getting hyped because they got the, um, you know, the training camp started. Number two, this list is kind of vanilla. It's not even worth talking about that much because I talked about it enough. Number two is disc golf. That's both playing and watching. Mm -hmm. And number one is wrestling. And I tell you what, with wrestling, I've been through like, I've been on every side of it now. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going into the last part of it. There's four parts of it. One is actually doing it. Two is coaching it. Three is being a referee. And four is being a spectator. Yeah. And so now I'm entering into the spectator fucking realm. And I think I'm going to help be an assistant coach at one of these local schools one day a week. But that's not really – that. you couldn't even consider me an assistant coach if I only show up one day a week. So um, – so, anyways, yeah, that's that, and so. See, that's hype. I, I I haven't gotten into wrestling that much yet, but I've gotten hyped on it because you get so hyped on it. But I like it because it's different, and it's very it's very different to what you see a lot of. You know, it's once, not run of the mill. It's got its own character to it, and yeah, I mean, once you get the uh, rules, it's a different thing. And yeah. and I'm not one of these people that clamors for the validity of wrestling and the you know, mass fucking media and anything like that. I'm grateful that there's, you know, the NCAA tournament gets the semifinals shown on ESPNU and the final show on ESPN2 at like 2 a.m. I'm that motherfucker up at 2 a.m. watching the shit. They were on primetime this year, but either way, I know that nobody understands the rules of it, and if you don't understand the rules of it, then it looks fucking stupid, kind of like hockey, you know, and... um, It gets some hype in the Olympics, too. Yeah, well, especially in the... Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different style of stuff. You mean? It's like a yeah, different... it's a whole new set of rules. Mm, and, okay. and so, if you don't even understand the rules of collegiate wrestling, then you're not gonna. Yeah, I mean they they do a better job of explaining it for the Olympics. You know, they they try to do the beside the mat kind of. They have yeah. some dude with huge cauliflower ear trying to explain everything. Yeah. You know, in real time, it never. Really... The, the Olympics started covering a lot more in America after that guy won in Atlanta. Rulon Gardner, I guess, is the guy. Yeah, Rulon Gardner. Uh, and then Kale Sanderson went and won. Put it on the map, you know. Yeah, yeah. So put it on the on the mat. That dude, Rulon Gardner, was like planting corn with Brett Favre. Yeah, he became a wrestler. You Rulon know, Gardner had to after he won the gold a couple of years after that. It was like two years ago. He had to have a couple toes amputated. From yeah, frostbite. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker's tough. Yeah, I remember I watched him. His when, I, I guess the Sydney Olympics was his last Olympics. Yeah, um, but they had like part part of the thing is I guess when a wrestler retires, he puts the shoes on the mat. Yeah, and they showed that, and it was like this real like emotional moment where he put his shoes on the mat. And you know, the funny thing with that is like that is an emotional moment. That's like 
It's really emotional because it speaks to and what you where you'll find it you'll find it more often in high school than anywhere right. else because one percent of high school wrestlers wrestle in college one percent right. and wow. and so you've got guys that win the state championships you know and they're not going on to college because their yeah. state isn't that prestigious when it comes to wrestling which is right. tough luck you know I mean this is part of life and but you've got guys that go out there and they'll fucking lose in like the second round and mm-hmm. they'll be crying and they'll go out there and they'll put their fucking shoes on the mat while the tournament's going on and it's like yeah. bro you know you're not you're not good enough to be able to do that you haven't done <laughs> that right you know it's like get off the mat get take your drama show home let your mom cry and tell you you know that you should have done better but you didn't because you, they just you know. need to get Rulon Garner out there and say shut the fuck up I lost some toes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he, my gold medal. The thing about his victory, and he beat—I mean, the guy that he beat hadn't lost in 14 years. Right, he was—it was total David and Goliath thing. Yeah, he—he like, he uh, was the number one most feared wrestler in like the history of wrestling. And we'll—I'll try to get a video. There's a couple of videos of him on YouTube that will scare you just watching a YouTube video of that man's intensity. Lifting a 300-pound man and throwing him over his back. I mean, come on. There's not too many people that can do that. Anyway. It's a beautiful thing when we get some men together. (laughs) When a bunch of men come together and do this. Uh, All right. The other thing about sports, like you mentioned it, I like I'm kayaking is my you know passion right. in life and has been for a long time. Out of all the different competitive things I've done in kayaking and the recreational and all this stuff, my favorite thing is coaching. Honestly, like I love yeah. teaching and I love coaching because it's so exciting to like impart your knowledge to somebody else and have them go out there and use it and actually uh, exceed your skill level. Yeah, I was just about to say that to be better than you. Yeah, it's like I had to, I, I've had some kids that were just amazing that I could just like explain to them a trick that I didn't know how to do myself yet, and they would go out and do it immediately. You know, yeah. and it's like that. That's some hype, and it gives you like a real insight into that sport when you coach it. Yeah, uh, and, and not everybody who is good at a sport can be a coach or a teacher. It just doesn't doesn't work that way. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. In your face, inferior coaches. We're such good guys. Yeah, pretty I may have been a mediocre wrestler at best, but I'm a great coach. Those who can't do. Those who can't do. (laughs) Talk about it. Mm. And those who can't coach that, well, podcast about it. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, so we're going to move on to. That was robust. That was. We thought that, that was going to be thin. That was robust. We gave some people some stuff to chew on there. Yeah. We're about to give some people some stuff to either chew on or be pissed about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this one's going to go. This one's going to be interesting. All right. Just in case you've forgotten, our soon-to-be uh, visiting Cancel. guest, who will be our special uh, science advisor, yeah. uh, Joshua, has given us an idea for grab bag called Finish the Sentence. In this segment, I will begin a sentence, and Joey will finish it. He has not heard the prompts yet. I've written them on my notes. I've written five. He's written five. You've written five, right? Yeah. Mine are very weak, but yeah. Yeah. Mine are... I got two ideas from Josh. Yeah. 
Um, and so, um, if you don't like them, if you don't like any Uh-oh. of my sentence prompts, then blame them on Josh. You're not going to tell me which ones either, are you? Um, no, but so you'll the, probably be able to figure them out. Yeah, okay. Um, so, how about we'll do it this way? I'll give you one, you give me one, okay. and go back and forth, okay? Uh, I'll start out, I'll, I'll give you an underhand toss to start okay. out with, okay? When yeah. I grow up. Is that it? You got to finish the sentence. When I grow up, blank. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to. We're going to start over here. Okay. You ready? Yeah. When I grow up. Uh, I want to be on a award-winning podcast. So there you this, go. This is starting off great. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. Wait, what, what kind of? That's not even like a full sentence. Right, exactly. You, you're supposed to finish the sentence. Yeah. Oh, I finished it. <laughs> but how are you going to complain that that's not When I grow up, sense? I hope that I forget this grab bag ever happened. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, All right. So here's one. Uh, I heard that for Halloween, Owen Evans is going as blank. something that's not that he's not in real life i'm just taking you through my mind space right now it's okay. something that this is something that plays on his his thin frail frame <laughs> but the fact that he's trying to be an aspiring ufc fighter um okay give it to me again i heard that for halloween owen evans is going as blank a tough guy a tough guy he's <laughs> not one in real life no, he's not dumb at all. A talented musician. A rock star. <laughs> the lead singer of a good band. <laughs> Ted Nugent. <laughs> he probably doesn't know who Ted Nugent is. He's from England. This next one sucks. You ready? Great. Yeah. You need to. What? <laughs> you need to come up with some better questions if you're going to have this kind of grab bag. That's, there you go. <laughs> That's good. That's All right. Good. Um, That's good. I think that the new Whitney Houston album will be blank. Better than Mariah Carey's latest one. <laughs> Does Mariah Carey have a latest album? Yes. He has a, latest. He has a recent album. He has a recent album. She's going to be real ugly in that movie Precious, though. So. <laughs> You're gonna get an Oscar. Uh, okay. Hot girl made ugly equals Oscar. Does not matter. Monster. Charlie's there on. Yeah. Yep. You ready? Yeah. It hurts when I <laughs> pee. <laughs> no, seriously, Doc. Fire shoot out my dick. <laughs> Now, Eddie, you may have a burning sensation. I understand. No, seriously. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I'd rather blank than watch a Johnny Depp movie. Shit myself. <laughs> In public. That's, In you like doing that. Though. That's enjoyable. <laughs> You've done it before. 
I'd rather watch pirate radio than watch Johnny Depp movie. Watch pirates doesn't care, man. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> what? Question number four, or sentence number four. Masturbation is... <laughs> A sin. <laughs> Again, the book burning. Yes. Uh, let's see. Sepku is a blank. Asshat. There you go. You like that word, don't you? You've been using it. I've been using that word a lot lately, and I noticed that you started picking it up. I like it. Asshat. It's better when it's written out, though. I didn't know what the explanation of that word, like what, you know, it's just funny sounding. It's kind of like dickweed. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know what the definition of it was, but it's actually, you know, it's somebody that is so ignorant that they wear their ass as a hat. Like they've got their head in their ass. Ass hat. And I, I looked on the Urban Dictionary, and I think there was actually an illustration of it. <laughs> Somebody wearing their ass as a hat. We should come out with a line of ass hats. It'd be fucking great. Spencer's Gifts. Ass hat. Hey, you know that the great thing about the ass hat that's in Spencer Gifts for Christmas this year is that it has all the episodes of I Only Like Their Old Stuff to piped in that you can listen to them 24 hey, seconds. This would be like the hat FM. Yeah. <laughs> hot <laughs> FM. Um, Why you that's one of those gifts that would be, oh, this is so funny. I'm totally going to give this to my family member for Christmas so that it can sit in their closet until they give it to Goodwill. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, you, it's your turn. If Jesus were real. If Jesus were real? <laughs> that was... That wasn't funny. <laughs> Jesus was real. I don't know how to approach that because I don't know that Jesus isn't real or wasn't real. That was a that was one suggested from from Josh. <laughs> yeah, if Jesus was real. Jesus was real. I'd be going to hell. If Jesus um, was real, uh, hopefully he'd get a haircut. Because <laughs> long hair is an affront to God. Front to God. Um, we we might want to edit that one out. <laughs> no, I don't care. Fuck it. All right, fine. Yeah, uh, I doubt that the Church of fucking uh, the Holy Spirit <laughs> in in Canton, North Carolina, is going to be listening. That they'll be burning. I only like their old stuff too. <laughs> and they'll be screaming. I only like their old stuff. Yeah. Um. Before they got all political and anti-religion. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's Come see. Come on, get some barbecue. Okay, Zack Snyder is a blank. Visionary director. <laughs> I knew you were going to... Oh, I knew. There's nothing else to say. He's an auteur. He's an autiste. Yeah. <clears throat> Your turn. No, I'm done. That was five. Oh, well, I didn't do five. Did I? I'm, I have one yeah. more. I have a bonus round. Ooh. This grab bag is blank. <laughs> Shitty. <laughs> 
Uh, we're not really doing very well with suggestions from user from yeah. listeners because uh, every be time. Honest, though, to be honest, your questions were funnier than mine, but neither one of us is funny enough to be able to. Finish. Which is surprising because I scribbled them down in five seconds before I pushed record on the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, what we should do next time? They do this segment on PTI a lot, um, something like oh, this. Yeah. And obviously, they get the questions ahead of time. They don't tell each other what they're going to say. Yeah. But they get the questions ahead of time so they can actually prepare something funny and or insightful. Ah. You know, so I, so you prepare your questions given to me, or you prepare your sentences given to me, and I give mine to you. And then when we're on the air, we're prepared. We're ready. There, see, this is, a, this is like a master class in podcasting. <laughs> well, Mikey actually had a suggestion because uh, he was critiquing us today, by the way, saying that the the drop in numbers was due to a lack of regularity with our publishing of podcasts, and also well, it's interesting that that he was on the show last week and we had a big drop too. So yeah, how about that's that? True. Yeah, in Crit- face. criticizing us. But. Well, he um, he suggested us to have a focus group podcast. Suggested us to have a focus group. <laughs> yeah, where we have three strangers who don't know each other, and we we ask them questions about podcasting, like how do you get your podcasts? Where do you find your podcasts? And that was about it. Yeah, yeah. Where do you find your podcasts? I find them on podcast dot com, Google yeah. Podcast. Um, well, this week, um, while you guys are out in your cars or walking around listening to this episode, I want you to think about something, uh, while you're listening to this. And also I want you to think about, uh, what you could do, uh, thinking about this question, um, while, while you're waiting for the next episode of only like their old stuff to come out. What question? That's it. No, I want you to cut it off. Okay. <laughs> That's, there's a way to increase our numbers. Piss our fans off. No, I was going to try to come up with something cool. but something, I thought you were going to come up with something insightful, like think about all the think of all the children lost in balloons in the world. <laughs> Did you see John Mayer uh, posted something? <laughs> he put something up that said... Uh, this this uh, this balloon boy hoax takes away the attention from all the the actual cases of children lost in balloons every year. <laughs> uh, well, is that it? I guess it's the end of the shit. <laughs> Follow us on iTunes or Twitter. However you do the following. Or on Facebook. Yeah. I only like first name. I only like <laughs> underscore backslash <laughs> squiggly symbol on the keyboard. At there, there old <laughs> stuff underscore F. <laughs> Fuck you for listening to the show. <laughs> Nobody's listening now. <laughs> Dude, Clave and Miss are listening right now. That's Zell's listening. Zell. Zell's listening. And Zell just is thinking right now, what the fuck do I have to do to get mentioned in the same sentence as Clave and Miss? <laughs> Tweet about He's these like, guys. who uh, the fuck is Miss? Who the <laughs> fuck is... I've been listening longer than her. I've been tweeting harder than her. 
<laughs> Get me up here. Clay, I can yeah. draw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, seriously, fuck you for listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs>